Welcome to Flights of Fantasy, your podcast book club. I am one of your hosts, Anna, and I'm joined, as always, by my book besties, Kim and Christina. Oh, I said it backwards today. Instead of saying Christina and Kim, oh, I said Kim, Kim and Christina. And I was, like, about to world. psych myself out and, like, mess it up. I, you get it. You say it, and you're like, why can I not speak? Like, why is this hard? <laughs> Words. Words are hard. Oh, my gosh. Um, All um, right. Okay, ladies, what are we talking about tonight? Oh. Thank you. Thank you for saying that, Kim, because we always forget to bring it up. We do. So I just thought, um, let's just get, get right back to it. out of the way. Um, we are talking about, about book three, Air of Fire in the Throne of Glass series. Um, yes. I guess if you're counting Assassin's Blade as book one, which we don't because it's a novella, then it's book right. Right, right, right. But right. in our world, it's Semantics. book three. <laughs> That's right. Semantics. <laughs> um, so this counts as your spoiler warning for every book, Assassin's Blade, Throne of Glass, Crown of Midnight, and now Air of Fire. Yeah. At the mm-hmm. after we are done um, discussing Air of Fire, we will have a second section where we will be discussing Easter eggs and spoilers for the entire series. So at that point, we will give another spoiler warning, and you can check out if you haven't um, read the rest of the series and come back once you have. Yes. So let's dive in. What a ride, let's y'all! Get started. What a book. I mean, where did we leave uh, our heroes at the end of Crown of Midnight? Not here is where we left them. And a whole, everything else, everything was different. Everything was was different. Literally everything. So we've got Kale and Dorian back in Adderlon. True. Sorry. Um, It's not so different for them. They're, they're still... That's yeah. different for them. Yeah. But Kale um, sent um, Aelin off to Wendelin and has, yeah. like, made a bargain with his father that, like, he'll go and be the Lord of Aniel if mm-hmm. he would help get Aelin off of the continent and off to Wendelin so that she would be safe because, as we all know, she is not only fae or mm-hmm. half-fae and has magic, but she is... dun dun dun, dun Aelin Galathinius. Galathinius. <laughs> Queen. queen! The lost queen of Terrasin, <laughs> which was quite the reveal at the yeah. end of book two. Let me tell you what. Did you guys, the first time you read it, were you like, have a inkling or what a suspicion? What do you think, Anna? Do you okay, think well. I had a suspicion? <laughs> no. I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> completely new information to me. This is brand new information. Um, I... <laughs> I think I, I, I also don't think I thought it was her. She does a really good job of the way that Selena character talks about Aelin is yes. so diff, like so cut off and different than herself that a you really person. think she, that it's a different person. Like there's no way totally. that you don't think it is. I mean, um, she she is even through Air of Fire until exactly. she embraces herself at the end. Which right, what yes. a journey. Which is such an interesting thing that Sarah does. That Selena still refers to herself as mm-hmm. Selena. Totally. Even when Rowan starts calling her Aelin, yeah. the narration is still Selena. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't call I paid really close attention the entire after the final battle when she like really embraces herself. She still doesn't call herself Aelin. Until the very, very yes. end. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Or the last line. Yeah. yeah. I, um, does she which, does she at the very last line? The last line is like, My she, name is Aelin Gothin, yes. And I'm oh yes, my name yeah. is yeah, yeah. Ash yeah, Rimer and, yeah. and I am not afraid, which ah! is the tie we love a good oh, full so circle good. moment. <laughs> love it. Um, yes. So Selena Aylin is in Windland training with Rowan to like convince to Maeve get into Doranel because Maeve well let her into Doranel until she proves herself from training wise to Rowan. So she's with the Demi Fay in like the border town. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> border town because they the, where they're not allowed in because Maeve's yeah. a bitch. Right. Yeah, because Maeve's yeah. a bitch. She's the worst. Yeah. 
We um, hate yeah, Kayla and Dorian are hanging out, and um, they meet Adian. Yes, and, Adian well, comes into play. Well, the, he right. he comes into they play. They knew him, but like, yeah, yeah, you know, he he comes around and. Um, Okay, so before <laughs> we dive into, like, all of the fun stuff. Yes. Um, well, I feel like there is an elephant in the room that we want to just address and talk about before okay. we move on. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And it is Rowan. Yeah. And yes. is this tricky? Because we we love Sarah. We obviously think she's a fantastic writer. And we love Rowan mm-hmm. yeah. um, at the end of this book. Um, he's a very important yes. character throughout the series yeah. after this point. And, um, however, that being said, some of his behavior is a bit problematic, to say the least. Correct. To say the least. In the very, very problematic. Very problematic in the beginning of this book. And I think it really and, took a reread to see it. Yeah. I think we do, she does a very good job of um, kind of making us forget the um, behavior at the very beginning of meeting Rowan. I think, you know, yeah, uh, I would agree. kind of hints of how he is at the end of the book is kind of where we see him go from here. And so I think that right. um, it really did, at least for me, really take this reread for me to like really be taken out of the story at some of the terms and the actual behavior at how I was like, what? This is, wow. It's way more harsh and like brutal at times than I really thought, remembered it being. Yeah, I will say like the first time, so I read it for the first time, I don't even know what year it is, but you know, a couple like years ago. Like a year ago. ago. It was about uh, a year ago. Yes, I, yeah, and I was texting, <laughs> I was like, I mean, was it 2019, 2020? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> and um, I remember texting you guys and being very, very upset by yeah. some of the things that Rowan says to Elon in the very beginning. It was very triggering for me. I felt like it was very verbally abusive and um, thankfully it didn't bother me that much this time around because I I kind of knew what to expect but it's still just I really didn't like it and it mm-hmm. really bothers me and I really feel like Rowan in part one of this book and Rowan at the end of this book are two completely different characters mm-hmm. um, but just some of the things he said I really wish that if Sarah felt like it was necessary for him to say those things I just wish we would have seen um him take a little bit of accountability and responsibility and apologize. Yeah. Even if Aelin or anybody else didn't think it was necessary, I, as the reader, think it's very necessary. And I just don't like some of the things he says to her. It's really mean. Yeah, I think that's a good a good way to say it, Kev. Like, if we needed a character to say these things to her, if, if that was the journey that needed to happen, if you're going to keep make that character into an important emotional character to her going forward, I feel like mm-hmm. accountability of of yes we do get the accountability in the way of knowing kind of what he's going he's going through stuff too like we get it but accountability to her of apologizing and owning up to the like level of of harshness and you know meanness that he I mean I think we have to give an I mean like one of the worst things I think he says is the quote is um you're worthless you would have probably been more useful to the world if you'd actually died 10 years ago that's a pretty horrible thing to yeah about. when he said that I was like I hate him yeah like, I you know I I read these series uh these books later like than a lot yeah. of other people mm-hmm. like I read them when they had already been out for many many years right. and you know you're right like Sarah does a great job because Rowan at the end of this book like you said is the Rowan that we pretty much get the rest of the series right, right? Mm-hmm. but I going into it like I had no connection I had no attachment mm-hmm. to Rowan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I read that line when he was like, you would have been more useful if you died 10 years ago with your, like, 
Yeah. Not, I know he doesn't say with your parents, but like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In between your parents, in their beds with their throat. I was just like, too far. Too far, sir. Too, too far. far, good sir. Like, unnecessary. And I think what really, going back to something you said earlier, the Rowan that we get at the end of the book and the rest of the series, like we've said, we've said this already a ton, ton of times. It is so different. And I feel like what upsets me the most is that I feel like it takes away, as, as rereading it, because when I first the first time I read this, I honestly, I didn't, I don't know if I just glossed over it. I was much younger. It was almost like 10 years ago that I read this book for the first time. Mm-hmm. And and, all, and most of my rereads, I actually don't really read the first part of this book. I usually jump to the second half of I the book, too. like the Air of Fire, I think is the second half of the book or whatever. Yeah, I do too. And, um, and it's very different. It's very, very different. That's also probably and, part of the reason why. because I just And it's probably part of the reason why, because it's like, yeah. I usually jump to her burnout. That's where I start reading. I start reading at the burnout. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what really upsets me is I feel like Sarah took a character who ends up becoming one of Aelin's closest and most important like allies they're mm-hmm. Karanoms. They he has he, he, he takes the blood oath, um, mm-hmm. and I feel like it robs you as a reader of some of that like joy of their bond because of the horrible things he says to her in the beginning, and there's no contrition. Does he? Right. Yeah. Does he yes. feel guilty? Yes. Does yes. he? Does he realize he was wrong? Yes. But does he actually verbalize it? Right. No. no. Yeah. And it's and I feel like we get whiplash. And we you could have had one paragraph. Yeah. And I understand. I think she was a young writer at this point. She hadn't written any of her other series. Right. And this is not spoiling anything for any other series. But like the males we see in her other books that are important would never speak to another mm-hmm. never person that way, male or Agreed. female. Agreed. And if they did, they would apologize, or we would see yes. it wouldn't just be this. Let me bring you soup. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and and I think um, I I wonder if what she was trying to do as a young author was trying, and she has a line in the book where she, where Aelin looks at him and she says it's like looking at a reflection, mm-hmm. and that's why she loathes mm-hmm. him so much because it was like looking at herself and she loathes herself so much. Right, and they're mm-hmm. both in this deep darkness, and, and they he bring says themselves like, out, oh which yeah, they do. you keep those scars because they make you feel like you are not worthy because you're gonna go to hell the same way I do, and like you know it's. Yeah, she. They constantly. Yeah. She's constantly like their parallels are parallels are parallels. But it's like she took it to the point where she had to show us how broken and how awful he was that he. But it was so mean. It wasn't it's just like so mean. You, wait, guys. you can make him do. You can make him say things. There were some things that he said where I was like, like he calls her, "You're being spoiled. You're being." Right. You know, like that kind of stuff is fine. Like that's okay. Yeah, she that's is funny. acting a bit spoiled. She was really awful to Emrys. Yeah, she but. Was. She apologized. She, but she apologized. She, apologized she groveled. She right. got on her hands and knees her and knees. she yeah. apologized. Yeah. It's not that hard yeah. to write that no, it's line really in. Not. I think I think that's what it is. It's like also if yeah, if we really for some reason if we needed this journey of hers to be to have this person there to be this person mm-hmm. to her that made her you know, I don't know, bit her to make her freaking shift like if this all oh, needed yeah. to happen somehow by some person, I just I kind of wish it wasn't him like I wish yeah. that like yes yeah I just hate that it's him I hate that it's him yeah and I hate that it was on page and I hate it because it like you said it perfectly and I like it does rob me a little bit of the joy of seeing like their bond and their friendship and their relationship like yeah grow yeah. throughout this book and the rest of the series like 
it does take away a little bit because I just, she literally says there's a line where she's like, he's not going to apologize for any of it mm-hmm. ever. Uh-huh. He was never, he's never going to say he's sorry. And I'm like, but why though? Why can't, why can't yeah. he say he's sorry? Like, I yeah. just need, I need like a line. And even if Aelin were to be like, Rowan, you don't have to do that. Like I was saying, I was talking to Anna about it. Um, and I just think because this is a young adult series, it it leans more adult to me in terms of like, especially it, later. I think there's some very mature themes. It ages that are up with, as like, the char- with the character. It, it ages, ages up, up as the characters do. Yeah, but I still hate the idea of like young adults reading this book and thinking like my boy, if my boyfriend talks or if I meet a guy and my boyfriend talks to me like that and he's hurting, it's okay that he talks to me like that because he's in a bad place. And it's like, Absolutely. no, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not okay. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and I realize again, these are fictional characters, but <laughs> yeah. I just wish like, like you said, like Aelin apologizes. She feels bad for what she did to Kale even. And like, she was in a terrible place. Like we've talked about mm-hmm. and she apologizes to, to Emery and Luca. Like she, you see her and like that girl has been through some really terrible things just terrible and if she can apologize i just feel like if she can do it he can do it Agreed. and i just would have liked a single paragraph of Ron yeah. being like i feel terrible i'm so sorry i should never have said those things to you and her being like it's okay i don't mind mm-hmm. and then he like growls and they go run off and whatever <laughs> growls. I, I think you know i think the closest we get to that is not even actually on page words um from out of his mouth it's him sailing off as a bird and feeling really mad and angsty and then coming back and picking her up and being like you get you get a bed now and putting her in his bed and that's and and I do think that was what I I really listen I think that's what SJM was trying to convey I agree in in that moment and then in him taking care of her this is him this is him apologizing without words this is him doing what he needs to do and I loved that especially because we did we did get in his head which was helpful we did. We do know he feels guilty, and we do know yeah. he sure. realizes he was wrong, and we do, which makes right. a big difference. Exactly. Whereas if we had just seen it from her POV, and he was just all of a sudden like a flip switched, and he's just like, doop, 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 I'm a taking care yeah. of you now because that's what fey males do. And she's <laughs> like, Rowan, stop it! And he's like, No, won't. You know, no like, shot. No. <laughs> but anyways, we just I, we wanted to get that out of the way because, like we said, the Rowan we then meet and the Rowan he becomes is. Is is a really wonderful and important person. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That we do that we do love and connect with. I and mean, there are really totally. like great real moments in this book that I'm like we're dying to gush over, but we're just yes. trying to get this out of the way first. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's go. <laughs> let's go back to the glass castle where we are having oh some some tension with some boys in there's the castle. Some there's some bro tension. tension, silly boys. Okay, too much testosterone, not enough estrogen <laughs> in the mix. <laughs> Truly. That's what's like, happening. Sorsha, you're not pulling your weight because there's just a lot of testosterone you know, going on That's what's happening. They, they the, you know, Selena left and they were like, well, now we have no one to keep us sane. Let's just yeah. run amok ourselves. Like, all the stupid boys. They are so angsty. I was like, what the hell? All of them. Um, okay, so uh, just about ADN really quick. I just totally forgot about the reveal that he, when we first see him, he has a ring on. I, like, yeah. forgot that yes. moment where you're like, oh, shit, he has a ring. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. And you're like, oh, no. Well, that makes sense because he's being an asshole. How did I not remember this? Oh, no. And then the moment where he's like, oh, this thing, psh, and, like, this takes thing, it off. Psh. And they're like, oh, yes. what? Yeah. Kale's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Psych. Oh, this thing? I threw the other one in the water. Yeah, yeah. exactly. 
it's such a fun character development at that point because you're like, oh, oh, this guy's fun. Like, this is like, yeah. he, he threw his own party yeah. and then he left the party um, to like have an alibi. And then he, now he's here and he's like, I know everything. You know nothing. Like, shut up, you little boy. Like, yeah. it's like, it's. Yeah. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Literally, I mean, you truly. know nothing. Kale you know home. nothing, Kale. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the memories of him and Aelin as oh, kids. I think was sweet just sweeties. the sweetest. Their little bond is and just when so sweet. He, when he's like, you know, working through in his head like she's actually alive. Is she alive? Like, you know, know. it's it's beautiful. That's I also so sweet. It's a really, I love the um I love like it, this actually technically is in Aelin's part of the book, but when we ha- when she has her dream and like she's listening to her parents, and her parents are like, she needs to have friends, and she like, you know, they're talking yeah. about Aelin as a child, and they're like, she needs friends, and she needs to have like other people around her. And Aiden like yeah. like sneaks up behind Aelin, he's like, I'm a real friend, like I'm a real <laughs> <Yeah>. boy. <laughs> and they, like, he's so cute. It's, it's so like, cute. He's so protective, and like I, I really ugh. forgot that Aelin was like very alienated as a child. Oh, you know, she's everyone was pretty so much. Scared. Yeah, she's pretty much Elsa from Frozen. They like her. Pretty, yes. <gasps> her parents pretty yes. much frozen her. Like she's yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is genius. Yeah. Do you want to build a snowman, Aelinathidius? That struck me in this read. I was like, oh my god, we are alienating her. What? We're just gonna lock her in a room. She. Th- it's Elsa. She's Elsa. Oh my god, it's Elsa. <laughs> and Adrian is like, do you want to build a snowman? Yeah. She's like, Shut up, Adrian. That's exactly what is happening. He's oh like, my okay, god. Bye. <laughs> That's oh, exactly Adrian. what's happening. He would like stomp off and be like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh my God. No, so there's good. this like, okay. So speaking of Aelin, there's like so many little like um, similarities between them, which was oh, yes. so fun to see. Like their swagger and how yeah. they like, you know, they just, they they command a room. Like Aelin yeah. gets, when she is Selena, everyone wants to follow her. Everybody wants to be led by her. And Kale makes that, you know, um, he notes that about Adian too, that like people gravitate towards him. He just has mm, so much charisma. Totally. Yeah. There's also their like kind of mirror image in like a way of, I, I don't know, I liked how they did the mirror of them. They don't actually say it to each other, but they're both having this, this, I don't know, mental issue. Like they're both feeling these feelings of like, I don't want to have to face the other. The other. From what I've yes. done. Like I'm so yeah. embarrassed guilt. and like guilty from what I had the to do things to survive. I, had to do to I don't survive. want them to see me and know that I did that. Yes. But they and they both think that they're going like, to about the other. other one and it's like and I'm like they won't. Such a sad but sweet mirror. I, there's this beautiful quote from Adian that really talks about that talks about his guilt and um oh it's so sweet. He says um Adian Ashriver had been called wolf, general, prince, traitor and murderer. And he was all those things and more. Liar, deceiver, and trickster were his particular favorites. The titles only those closest to him knew. Adderland's whore. That's what the ones who didn't know him called him. He had not minded until now. Cousin. That had been his oh. most beloved title. Oh. Cousin, kin, protector. Those were the secret names he harbored deep within, the names he whispered to himself when the northern wind was shrieking through the staghorns. Sometimes that wind sounded like the screams of his people being led to the butcher blocks, and sometimes it sounded like Aelin. Aelin, whom he had loved, who should have been his queen, and to whom he would have one day sworn the blood oath. Oh, my heart. So sweet. 
sweet Adian. Like, you're so right, Christina. Like, they both have these these thoughts of, like, what would they think of me now? Yeah. Like, I've done these horrible things. And it's like, they won't care. They, they just love you. It's going to be love okay. And when he goes yeah. to her apartment... And, like, walks in her apartment. <gasps> and he walks around. Oh. And he, like, sees all of her stuff and how she has terrace and colors. Yeah. And, like, yeah. oh, it's, it's so sweet. Oh, it's so um, sweet. I also love that we get to know, like, Murtaugh and his son, Ren. And, oh. like, more of Terrace's court. Yes. Yes. Um, I like them. I, yeah. They're, I mean. Also. The opium den scene. I totally forgot what? that. Oh, totally forgot that. But yeah, I didn't totally. realize Ren and Murtaugh are the ones that we're talking about, like, back back in Throne of Glass, whenever mm-hmm. Kale's taken, and they're, like, there, and the way he describes them, and they're, like, oh, like, the, yeah. when they kidnap that's him, them? that's them. That, that's Ren. Ren's yeah, the one with the scar Ren. on his face. The one with the scar yeah. on his face, yeah. Because they're working with Archer. Well, they didn't realize Archer was But they aren't evil. named, right? Like, they don't... No, but they say that, like, there's a scar on his face, no. I think. And then I think yeah. in this book, he, whenever they take him, he recognizes them. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're right. Oh, yeah. that's so interesting. Yeah. yeah. But I loved getting to see them a little um, bit. Let's talk about Dorian. Oh, sweet Dorian. Dorian. Do you like my, my little, sweet like, Dorian. note? He's got the magic in me. me. <laughs> yes. I, like. I saw that on the outline. I giggled. Um, like, Dorian can just do no wrong. Dorian is a flawless gem of a human. He's just... Love. Love him. And he goes through it in this book, y'all. We'll get to the ending, but... Oh, boy. Dorian in this book is who we want everyone to be. He is yes. what, who yep. we want Kale to be. He's who we want... Yep. Rowan. Rowan? Every male lead, we would be like... Could, Every male. Could you just go take a master class from Dorian and be Dorian? Yes. Um, He's kind. He's considerate. He yes. is like, he looks at his past. He looks at what his like parent his father is doing. Yeah. And he's like, this is wrong. He doesn't know how to combat it, but he's like trying. He's non-judgmental. And he's open-minded. Non-judgmental. He's like all yeah. the good he's, things. He's so all of these things and he's trying to learn his magic. And when he realizes that Sorsha isn't like scared of it, like oh. he just feels so like per- like he feels like he's safe with her. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I want to make you feel safe, Dorian. I also have to say I'm wearing I do. I'm also have to say I'm wearing my Havilyard sweatshirt right now, so I feel especially <laughs> connected to our, our sweet princeling. Um but I I I seeing him in Sorsha was a really fun, sweet moment because I feel like we got a little bit of like fun flirty Dorian with mm-hmm. Selena. But getting to yeah. see like a little bit more serious and sweet moments with them, and you knew that it was like, oh, uh, you know, like the star crossed, they shouldn't be together. Star crossed like, lovers. You know, yeah. oh, and you knew Sorsha was sweet, but there was a moment when he was like, I would do anything and I would get you the moon and blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, this is not going to yeah. last. Oh, it's not, no. He is too happy. This is He's not. too happy. Did I not say once? I was like, I should have known happiness. I, I saw it and I was like, that's going to get snatched yeah. away. That's, that's just how it goes. That's just how it goes. Oh, but no, I I really enjoyed watching his his journey through magic. He's just so sweet. He goes to... um. They, like, somebody goes up to Sorsha and they're like, what town are you from? Oh, and yeah. she was like, the prince wants to know. And she tells them and, and the guy, and the, I don't know, some soldier, he's like, the prince wants to add it to his personal map of the continent because like her yeah. town has been like, her home has been scrubbed off the map because like it was full of magic yeah. healers and healers. So considerate. He's so, and he's so Sorsha, sweet. I really enjoyed, I enjoyed Sorsha. She was a, such a little sweetie. 
Um, that was also a thing. I was like, oh, girl, you're too, you're too naive and sweet. Something's this is. Yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah. but she turns out she's a I, little bit of a rebel. Yeah. Did she ever fool me? She did. Did not see that coming. I did not oh, see that me coming either. the first you time I read it. it. No, the first time I read it, I had well, no idea. Anna. No idea. Claps for Sarah. I honestly did. Let me tell you, her head, her head rolled and I was like, fuck, did I just read it? Oh, oh, me too. That me too. Was, I mean, we'll get there. Um. Yeah. I, well, and the, the, she was the spy oh, really she, shocked me too. We'll get there. Okay. okay um, we'll get but there. No, we'll save I, it. But um, I did like a moment, like one moment that I was like, oh girl, maybe, maybe you're not so sweet. Oh, was like very much on her toes. Very quickly thinking was like, yep. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to say I spilled this table out, uh, this table of, uh, medicine and you're going to mm-hmm. go yeah. and this is what's going to happen. And like, I'm not going to tell anyone yeah. it's going to be fine. Just go. And then like started yeah. acting and was like, it was, it. it was really good. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dorian, I just think like really appreciates that she's not scared of his magic because he's obviously been dealing with some issues with Kale, feeling like he, you know, they're not really friends anymore, which just breaks my heart. God damn it, Kale. Because I just love them so much um, together as friends. But I think he really feels really lost. Sel- Selena, Aelin is gone and he obviously is not close with his parents and it just seems like he doesn't really have anybody and yeah. then he gets with Sorkin. It's just so sweet. I love, Anna, what you said in here about like, when he realizes that he wants Sorsha to leave the castle. Yes. Yeah. I love that moment. See, again, like acknowledgement, you know, yeah. taking responsibility for what we're thinking and saying. Like he realizes this is why Kale did what he, he was did. so mad at Kale oh, for making yeah. Selena leave. Yeah. And he realizes, like, I want Sorsha to leave. This is how Kale felt about yeah. Selena. I see yeah. why he did this finally. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. That's a beautiful moment of uh, like, oh, I that's get an it. aha moment. That's an aha moment. <laughs> sure yeah. Is. I love that. I I like, and also just on the note of like Kale, the moment where Dorian catches him and um, catches Kale and Adian in the catacombs. And that's like when he realized, like, that's when he overhears them talking about Aelin and he realized that Selena is actually Aelin. And um, he realizes a lot of stuff. That is like a a big bomb, lots of bombs dropped there. And he's just sitting there like, what? I feel for him in that moment. I mean, I think I literally highlighted it because there's a big argument. I was like, well, no one's handling this well. (laughs) All three of them say things to each other in that moment. And they're just back to the angsty boys. Yeah. And Dorian's like, Kale, why didn't you tell me? And Kale's like, "Uh, because I uh, couldn't. He's like, and he okay. yeah, and he doesn't explain. And then Adian no. says something stupid to like offend Dorian because Adian doesn't like Dorian. Yeah, which I get. I understand why Adian doesn't like Dorian. Right, um, sure. Son of his enemy. But um, it's just like this moment between the three of them where like it's kind of a Cassie Claire thing where like nobody is talking to each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. everyone just worked together. Everyone's just insulting each other, not asking any questions. Yeah. And then we just walk away, none the wiser. <laughs> I think he even says, I think like Dorian even's like, Dorian yells at Kale. He's like, he's like, you want to be Adian's king someday? And Dorian, and Kale's like, what are you talking about? Everything Kale has been doing is for Dorian. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah. That's just stupid. Like, it's that's like just so, not And he true. just walks off and he's like, he's like, forget you guys. Like, do whatever you want. Yeah. I don't care. I'm going to go talk to Sushi. Like, all right, calm down. I'm going to go train uh, my magic. <laughs> I, think, I think they're all anxiety silly boys. In I'm going to go practice my magic with Sorsha. I don't even need you. Um, I think that that is a perfect example of, like, how angsty and silly oh. they are, the three of them together. They just need Aelin back to wrap them in. together just... is truly too much. Like, yeah. It, it, it's just... Um, oh, so, Kale, Kale also is a little... Is uh, you just want to shake him a lot? 
you know. He's a little bit of a lost puppy. Yeah. He's very lost. It, him and Dorian are both very, like, seem very isolated to me, this book. Um, from each other, too, like, especially. From each other, from, you know, Kale is, like, grappling with, like, what his place is in all of this. Like, he's helping Adian. Um, he's mm-hmm. getting information about, you know, that, that will help Aelin, you know, ostensibly. And even Adian's like, dude, what's your, like, what's your game plan? And Kale's like, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, I have no idea. He has this, Kale has this line or to, to himself where he says, um, because this was still his kingdom, he was working mm. for Dorian, not Aelin, not Adian, and he didn't know where all of this put him. Because he's doing all this for Dorian in his mind, yeah. but at the same time, he's working with the people who, if he was like a true captain of the guard, Adian would be his enemy, right? Right. But he's working in his mind. He's like, I'm I'm betraying my loyalty to my country and my king because, well, he knows the king is bad at this point. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's betraying, like, everything, all of the, the honor and all of the, like, oaths that he's sworn to be captain of the guard. He's working with his, like, sworn enemy to help Aelin and Adian. But he, in his mind, he's like, his justification is this is all to protect Dorian. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just it's just hard because he, like, doesn't know how to find yeah. it. But it still troubles him. It still, does, it still doesn't sit right. Right. And right. then it's the same, like, he doesn't, you know, he hates magic as it has to do with Aelin. But he loves it yeah. for Dorian because he loves Dorian. But he doesn't love it for Dorian, but like it's like that's like he's he has to like what else am I gonna do? It's Dorian. I think like, he would take the tonic and shove it like streamline it in an IV. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think he would inject that into Dorian's veins. Yeah. Oh, in a all second. day every day. Yeah. But he is more accepting of it. Yeah. Because right. it's Dorian. He's more accepting of it, yeah. which that really that's frustrating to me. Um, um they have this Dorian and Kale have this really great conversation. Where I think Kale goes to Dorian and he's trying to like you know talk to him. Um, oh, he's trying to get see if Dorian will like test his magic on the clock tower to like see if they can try to recreate like what happened with the magic and the triangles with the towers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And um, Dorian asks Kale, "Do you you know in reference to Aelin, Do you still love her?" And Kale responds, a part of me will always love her, but I had to get her out of this castle because it was too dangerous and she was what she was becoming. And then um, Dorian responds, she was not becoming anything different from what she always was and always had the capacity to be. You just finally saw everything. And once you saw that Mm. other part of her, Dorian said quietly, it had taken him until now until Sorsha to understand what that meant. You cannot pick and choose what parts of her to love. Oh. Just as you cannot pick which parts of me you accept. Yes. And that is like our favorite line. It's what one of our favorite Dorian lines do? All of her scenes. You know? Yeah. WWDD. Let's get bracelets. And it's just, it's kind of like, and I think that's, like we've just said, like that's what, that's what Kale struggles with. And he struggles with it even in the next book. Um, like oh, with, yeah, this isn't oh, over. Continue, everything. He continues, he continues to struggle. This he isn't continues over. to struggle. I, you know, I have to say, I kind of think the Kale, Dorian, Adian plot here, especially Adian and Dor- and Kale, felt like she needed to, us to see what was still going on there. Like, we couldn't just stop, like, yeah. stop that storyline. But we really, like, it, it, it was, it could have been literally just, like, maybe a half a chapter in the next book. Like, I think yeah. it was, like, drug yeah. out a lot to make it the yeah. whole timeline of what was happening in Wendelin. Um, Agree. And I think that maybe yeah. put a lot more, like, gravitas on hopefully I'm hoping on how Kale, like, felt and dealt with this. 
Like, sure, because, yeah, well, I do think, but, like, it's weird, y'all, because I, there were things that I highlighted when Kale references Aelin and her magic, uh-huh. and it's in a positive way. No, there like, are, yes, says, like, I agree, yeah. yes, and I saw so those. it doesn't make any sense, because he's, like, he's grappling with it, but then he even says, like, Adian's, like, she'll never be on a battlefield, and Kale's, like, you're not gonna need her magic. Like I've seen what she can do. You're gonna need it. Not only that, but I think he says like she won't be sidelined. Like he knows she like, won't be yeah. sidelined. Yeah. And, um, and so he's saying like it as if her magic is a positive thing that's going to help them. Totally. And so I'm like, okay, it, maybe it's that Sarah like didn't know where Kale was gonna stand. You yeah. know, like maybe she didn't know yet. But it just is confusing because he says a lot of things that to me come off as like supportive of Aelin mm-hmm. and supportive of her magic. Which um, which as we, we read on in the series, I think he loses sight of that a bit more. And yeah. I think that has, I think in this book he's still more hopeful. Yeah. But then the way that this book ends, I think kind of shatters him in a way. And so which mm. we won't say more because you have that to read the next book. Very... But I think, the, I think the person he is in book four I know I struggle personally with a lot of the things that he says and does um, in in book four. But in this book, I, I feel like he still is is hopeful, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Things will be. That's a great way to put it. That's what's so hard to me is like he's such a, he. I don't know. I just don't understand because in this book, he still seems fairly positive about it to yeah. me. And yeah. he's doing all this work to help Adian and help her court. and Totally. I, it just doesn't really make sense. It's like the same reason for her. It's like it's like oh, she gets mad. Yeah, opposite. It's like she gets like the way that she gets so mad at him for Nehemia and the way that he gets so mad at oh. her for Dorian. Which and it's, that's going to yeah. be an interesting convo though because that's a totally. really interesting parallel is yeah. like the totally. ostensible or perceived like reaction slash overreaction of each of them. She blames Kale for something that isn't technically his fault, and he blames her her for, for something, something that's that not isn't her fault. fault. She wasn't even there. Like literally, you send her to fucking. Yeah, there's this, there's this really there's an interesting quote that Dorian says to um, Kale um, that I think kind of like explains or or I think touches upon why Kale really struggles in this book with like where he belongs. Yeah, and um, the line is. Um, of course you still see the magic as a problem and of course you wish she wasn't who she is because you're not really scared of those things are you no it's what they represent the change Mm -hmm. and i think that's what i think any change in kale's mind is what he can't deal with he's very much like a a black and white yeah type a person yeah and when things deviate from the determined path he has a really hard time dealing with that that's a great point i think that's you know that's a great point and I, I agree. Um, and I maybe that's – I see myself a little bit in Kale because I'm that way. Like, I really hate change. Yeah. And it causes a lot of anxiety for me. Yeah. Um, mm. But – okay, wait. There's a really good quote also that Adian says to Kale uh, that I think is so true. And it really highlights it, – it's just really good. He says – until then, the fact remains, Captain, that you have not picked a side because you are still a boy and you are still afraid, not of losing innocent lives, but of losing whatever dream it is you're clinging to. Your prince has moved on. My queen has moved on. But you have not. And it will cost you in the end. Oh, yeah. Such a powerful and, line. And he also like kind of says like he says something about like you're still a boy and you make decisions like a boy. Mm. Like he and I yeah. so see that I still see Kale as like. His biggest downfall to me is like his immaturity and yeah. his like ignorance of other 
opinions and and um, yeah perspectives viewpoints yeah. And, yes, yeah. yes thank you and a perspective yes well and that's a moment too that Adion's like well one he is older but two he's like look I have true I have like lived so much life and you like I know that it sucks you had to leave your parents but like I need you to just like <laughs> yeah I think he says it. he says when your men have died around you when you have seen your women yeah. unforgivably hurt when you have watched droves of orphan children starve to death in the streets of your city then you can talk to me about sparing innocent lives and then yeah. it jumps right into the part that you just read Kim right. like until the yes. until then the fact remains well and yeah. I think and it's true like I th- yeah sorry go ahead no no, no I was just gonna say I I do think I don't. Think, I don't think this is a spoiler to say we do get to see Kale. I think mature a lot in the like mm-hmm. series, yes. and that's very exciting. Yes. Um, but there are moments where and I baby Kale. It's like come on, yeah. But I do think it's very gratifying to see. <laughs> it is gratifying to see that the journey that Kale goes totally. on, and I'm I'm really like I'm really proud of him. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing. He's trying. He's he's trying. He's doing his he's not always doing his best so there's two really quick quotes that kale i i mentioned earlier that like kale says certain things about selena that you know like are still very positive to me yeah one of them was i saw your queen cleave the earth in two with her power kale said tell me that wouldn't turn the tide on a battlefield yeah and then so i I already kind of mentioned that and then there was one time that kale's talking to i think adian and ren and murton he said of course, Selena had been to the deserted peninsula and sought out trouble. Despite the ache in his chest, Kale smiled at the memory. Oh, and it's just like he's still, he's still trying to figure that, that point, out. Yeah, he's still trying to figure it out, but he still thinks of her with like fondness and yes. love, yes. and it just is. It is an abrupt change, and it. I don't know. I don't. I don't like it when he's a butthead because I just. It's you know. I'm like Kale. You're better than that. Come on. He, he has a journey. <laughs> he has a journey. No, he does. Sometimes you know. He, yeah, you know. Um, okay, so oh, should we move let's talk about on? The witches. I was gonna say to the witches. To the witches. The witches. Yeah, favorite, like my personal favorite part. I, I, this is my favorite part. Okay, so when I first read this book, Everything. I have to say, my the first time I read it, I was like, "Who is this scary bitch?" I don't. I'm not here for it yet. Terrifying. I don't. It was a little much for me at first, and I was like, "I sure. want to go back to Kale and Dorian and people I know, and I don't. I don't mm-hmm. know these witches, sure. and I don't think I need to know sure. these witches." And oh, I was then, like, I was like irritated. Yeah, and oh, really? then slowly they became like, oh, this is so cool. Um, but I do think it was a it was a jarring uh, thing at the beginning for me. Um, so one yeah. thing quickly as we get into to Manon that I just want to want to say really quick. Um, so in in Sarah's Kingdom of Ash tour uh-huh. okay. there's this blogger um, Alexandra. Her blog is Reading by Starlight. Just a little shout out there. But she has a really great right. recap of that Kingdom of Ash tour. Um, okay. And in it, she talks about Manon. Uh, Manon, sorry. Uh-huh. Manon. Um, and Sarah says about her, like, creating that character. She said, uh-huh. she came in. She came into my life at a point when I, I really actually needed her. And she was saying, like, how Crown of Midnight had just hit the shelves. And it was still, like, really early. So, like, she wasn't guaranteed to, like, the, she hadn't sold the whole series to Bloomsbury. And she was, like, um, oh, oh. like the way she says it, she was plagued with doubt and fear while writing Air of Fire. And Manon served as the inspiration she needed. And she goes on to explain that Manon gave her courage. And then the actual quote from Sarah is, mm. Manon did not give two fucks about anybody. She was her own creature. And then I could be too. Oh, I love that. Isn't that fun? <gasps> Look at you now, 
Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> no. I love I know that the first bit. time, like I said, the first time I read it, I was like, I think I was just irritated. I was like, why are we getting these new characters? I, I, I just want to see what's going to happen with Aelin. I want to know what's going to happen. And yeah. so anytime that, anytime that would, anytime the story would in, interrupt, like, Aelin's progression, I would like, no. Sure. Agreed. But rereading it every time now, um, I, and especially this time, I just love reading love the nun's them. character and the mm. witches because I find them it's so interesting. They so are so morally fascinating. Gray. Yeah. And, oh, well, no. Yeah. Well, they're, most of them are just not good. But, <laughs> no, yeah. It's but, not, but the, not gray. But just seeing, black. <laughs> seeing this whole, this whole theme that will follow them through the series is, is evil born or bred. Yes. You know, it's kind of that, like, you know, yeah. nurture versus nature thing. And the way they do it is so interesting. It's so interesting. And, like, watching Manon struggle in this, in this book specifically with her, like, realizing that Abraxos is, like, has feelings and that he loves yeah. and that he cares. And seeing Petra, another mm. fellow witch, like, when yeah. she screams and Keely... Oh, that Keely dies, oh, and that it's was hard. devastating. Or when it's she hears Petra's mother, the the blue blood matron, mm-hmm. scream because her daughter is about to die, and that yeah. sound sticks with her. Oh, There's a moment beautiful. like when Abraxos um, <laughs> growls right before he does his crossing. He looks at the the yeah. matron, yeah. the you know the bl- the, the black, black beak, beak, her grandmother, and he growls at her. Yeah, and because he he he's defending. Minon and Astrid and the rest of the 13 like have their hands on their swords and their weapons and it's this moment where like I think Minon realizes that she has almost an undying loyalty that traditionally all the witches loyalty would be to like the matron right Mm -hmm. but like they she has done something in their lifetime where they their loyalty has like more switched to her it has and it's and it's you know it's kind of it's interesting to see like you you want to know what's going to happen you know there's more like more is going to happen yeah and it's like it's fun books. to see her you, you see her feel feelings like you you as the reader know yeah. she's feeling feelings well like i think it's it's abraxas like i think yeah. that was yeah. a huge um turning point for her is like this this wounded i just love him oh, so much. i love abraxas so much i love them together i love the bond yes, that they have beautiful. and i i think you're right anna like the way that the witches operate and they're higher, just like everything about them, like they how they punish each other oh, and just oh everything is so how she has all, to like, like she deals out the the punishments herself because it's also like a punishment to her. Like she right, has yeah. to she has to whip Astrid. And it has she to be has like to public. Like, it has to be public. Yeah. It has yeah. to be shame. Like it's it's it reminds me of the like Game of Thrones shame. shame. Seriously. Yes. yes. It's, like it's it's, it's just awful. so like different from anything we've read in this series and anything that like I really different encounter a lot in, in general. Mm-hmm. Even like yeah. so the first the first moment we see Manon, I thought was a really really cool flip on the witch hunt, like the mm. um like witch hunt situation, right? Because you're like, yes. oh, they're yeah, they're hunting the, they're hunting her, and then she's like, oh okay, well, yes. adorable. I'm hunting you. You adorable like, human. It was, but the way it was written, it was so mm-hmm. interesting. And she's like, she let him run and scream for a minute until she ripped his throat out. Like, it, it was, it was yes. like a horror film. Horror, I was like reading it like some like M. Night Shyamalan and I shit. Think, oh, I was, I was terrified. I was like, <laughs> who is this? And that's why I think the first time I read it, I was like, 
I don't want, what, what, what's happening? (laughs) But it's also so effective that you're like, wait, what? There's iron coming out of her teeth and her fingernails and her like, what's happening? It's crazy. There's this, um, there's this really interesting moment that she, that kind of goes back to Aelin when Aelin, I think it's in Assassin's Blade. She feels that tug with Irene. Yeah. Remember? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And, um, and she's like, she's not sure why, but like she goes back and she like leaves, I think is that she goes back and she leaves the money for Irene or something yeah. or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. So Manon says, this is when like Abraxos and her um, are like, she falls into the pit or she gets pushed. I'm sorry. By Iskra. Oh. Um, and, uh, Abraxos her. is like they're working together and um and she goes Manon felt that ebb and flow in the world that invisible current that some called the fate and some called the loom of the three-faced goddess it's so and good. it reminded me so much of Aelin in that moment like back in yeah you know Assassin's Blade and totally. feeling that like tug and I feel like that there's I feel like she does things in this book like save Petra that is not yeah. the popular thing to do, right? And oh, not, and her grandmother is and her mad pissed. about it. She and makes not her what kill? she should do because if she didn't feel feelings, she wouldn't do also, it. Also, really interesting. <laughs> I texted Anna this at one point, Christina. I don't know if you know this, but you know how we never get the King of Adderlon's name? We never know yes. his name. We never know Manon's grandmother's name either. <gasps> they never say, never say it. Interesting. It's yeah. always grandmother or mother yes. Blackbeak or the Blackbeak heir. Oh, or, sorry, the Blackbeak wow. matron. Yeah. You never get her Very name. And I really am curious what, like, Sarah's mindset was behind that. Because just like the king, you never get yeah. her name. Um, what's with the, what, what flowers? Oh, Abraxos oh, smells Oh, my flowers. God. Yes. Oh, my God. When Abraxos, <laughs> she's, Manon is, like, so pissed off at him. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so it's like, they're like, she's trying to get him to fly and she's like doing one-on-one lessons with him because he's like, his wings are so just torn apart and, um, he won't eat the food. And she's like, why the hell won't you eat this freaking food? Yeah. And it's like, and it's the rotten Mm. meat, but she doesn't realize it's rotten yet. Like, or it's got that, like, like, it's got the valve smell, whatever. Yeah. And, um, and so he like, he's eating like, I don't know. I'm picturing him eating dandelions. I don't know what they are. Me too. They're like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like nibbling on dandelions He's and like, she's, she's like, she's like, <laughs> she's like, is it not fresh enough? Like she points to the food and she's like, is this not fresh enough? He moved to sniff some white and yellow flowers. A nightmare. This was a nightmare. You can't really like flowers. Again, those eyes shifted to her, blinked once. I most certainly do, they seem yeah. to say. Hello. <laughs> she's like, you never even smelled a flower until yesterday. What is wrong with you? <laughs> And she's like, damn it. I love him so much. It's so cute. And it's like, she's just so pissed. And I'm just picturing him like rolling his eyes and like licking a dandelion. Yeah. And he's like, well, maybe you'd like it if you would try it. Why don't you smell one? Yeah. It's so cute. Won't you open your mind and try some flowers? Yeah. Okay. Anything else about the witches before we move on to. I just really love them. They're really fun. Same. And we really go, interesting. And I don't think it's a spoiler to say that they're not going anywhere. And we have some, some, no, a journey ahead with we them. We do. And I'm here for it. And I love it. And I love them. All right. So let's go back to Wendelin. And back in Wendelin. <laughs> um, can I just, can I just make this one, one little note? Tell me. I am frustrated with Sarah that there is no map of Wendelin. I love referencing oh, my yeah. map whenever we're talking about places. I've checked every book oh, yeah. in the series, and I cannot find a freaking map of Wendelin. Yeah, there's not one of Wendelin. I guess maybe no. she's like, 
And this would be the book for it to have for it to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you the would only think, one, yeah, because yeah. it's who's to say? Anyways, um, not yes. us. So I'm not, not us. I. <laughs> Anyways, um. I do wish I do wish we had a map because it would have been nice to like. That would have been reference. nice, Sarah. The mountains mm. and like there was like a seaside town and yeah, where's that? It huh? seemed there's a it cave. Seemed lovely, minus it seemed lovely, minus, minus all the demi fey skinwalkers. Skin Could have done without those. Those skinwalkers are scary. Y'all, that monster in the lake. Oh no, thank nightmares. you. Nightmares. No, don't like you. it. No, don't like she it. She and Danielle should get together and write a little like seaside yeah. horror film oh, movie. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, they I could. Um, when she's like says like the eye. Y'all, I I pictured that a little too well. I was like, this is oh, too. This is you're I don't doing like too it. good a job like with these I'm, descriptions. Um, it, like I have goosebumps. I don't like. I don't yeah. like that. Um, okay, so Aelin, girl, Aelin goes through such a journey, uh, journey, journey. She is in a dark place in the beginning of this. She's like when she's sitting on the rooftops and she's just like eating I was gonna stale. Say, I'm picturing like pita bread. Yeah, like I know she was eating. in a really bad place, but man, was that kind of fun just to see her drunk on a roof, like. And yeah, well, whatever. she like stumbles. She like hides the wine yeah, in the, like, shade the shade to keep yeah, it yeah. cool. It's like we've had a new low I was girl. Like, oh, honey! I also like, like highlighted. She's like, I ran through my money, and I was like, How the hell did you run? Th- aren't you like super? Like you have a lot yes. of money. That struck me too. Like, like, how did you? How run much money did you bring with you? Yeah. All of it? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that must have been it. Like she must have not brought. Much Although it because... was really interesting to see her like see Gallon and be like. Everyone loves him. He's so wonderful. He's going to, like, do oh, yeah, he's these running wonderful things. And the blockades. Yeah. Exactly. And so he, then instead of, now also knowing who she is and, you know, everything. Yeah. Like, not only was she like, well, I'm definitely not killing him. She also, that just, like, put her in such a more broken place of, like, well, look at that cousin of mine. Isn't he her cousin or something? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like cousins. Running, yeah. like, being a good prince and owning his title and, like, you know, yeah. being such a great leader. Um, so, just, like, she really starts at, at a, a low point. She, it, only mm-hmm. up from here. Um, and it takes a while to go up, even, even a barely little notch. But Okay, so the first, like, crazy point is, like, when she's in the, is it Barrows or Barrows? And she sees that mm-hmm. Valg prince. She's no, it's a Valg prince, right, obviously. Right, right. And she goes yeah. does that flashback and like, oh, ooh, y'all. The flashbacks oh, in yeah. this whole book are a lot. Which the first I remember the first time I read that, I was so freaking confused because I was thinking it was supposed to be like the wit, right? She's supposed to be meeting like yes, the wit yes. or the white because or whatever. Rowan's like get past it to the You have to get like, past yeah. it, yeah. And yeah. so I'm thinking this is the wit. And I'm like, well, this is this is a little difficult. Yeah. yeah <laughs> this is a really like, easy challenge. And, and like, um, and I was like, and then she, he had the collar, and I did not put it together. This was not the right thing. I must have gone back and read that chapter like three times. I was like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, I don't get oh, it. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I very much was like, yeah, that well, it's was until what was after to that. Yeah, when Rowan is like, right, but then yeah. it made yeah, Rowan, Rowan even seem like more of an asshole because she like throws up at his feet, and he's like, oh, she God. pisses herself and throws up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Rowan's like, oh, how inconvenient. I was like, God damn it, Rowan! Like, come you, on, bro, you are pissing me off. I know. I know he didn't know. He didn't know either, like what it was, but. I was like, be a little compassionate. The girl has just been <laughs> I, 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 I do love when they go to the, like, um, the little, uh, I don't know, the human neighboring village or whatever, and, like, Rowan's, like, the scary fey male, and yeah. nobody will, like, answer his questions, and she's like, give me your money. 
Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is how you yeah. do it. And like, she like goes like shopping and she buys chocolates and it's so good. <laughs> and it's like and it's the first moment I think they start they have like a they practicing and battling and fighting or whatever, doing their shit. Right. And it's like one of the first times they like actually start to be playful with each other. Like they're battling yeah. and like fighting each other. But as we know in a lot of these books and movies, like when you have those little mock battle sessions like there's sexual tension or there's oh, like totally. a little bit of yeah. um, something or other well there's a reason training sessions are used to further relationships in any capacity we love a good yeah. training session um <laughs> they both start in this she's so broken at the beginning we've already discussed how rowan's mm-hmm. a super just broken broken fey boy so i think it, it, fey man he's not a boy <laughs> sorry um <Yeah. laughs> but i think he's yeah it, uh but she's just she is in such a dark place that she's lashing out at everyone and everything and like you know, she, she's, and at herself, like, in a way of, you know, also hurting mm-hmm. herself. Um, There's a lot of self-loathing. Yeah. And, um, I, I do think it was, it was, it was a lot to see her go through this, like, depression and grief and, you know, mm-hmm. self-loathing and guilt and shame and stuff. I, I feel like by the end of it, though, I do, I, I feel like Sarah did a good job of, I feel like there, there's, uh, there are books I read where, like, if the big journey is her coming out of this, you know, dark, dark place, at times mm-hmm. it kind of could feel like she's just, like, got a lot of emotions and they're all over the place and, like, they're kind of scrambled and, like, sure. we don't really know what direction yeah. she's sad about. She's just sad. And, like, yeah, this, sure. I feel like we left, like, her depression and grief and everything like, felt very, like, tangible and relatable and, like, yes. not relatable as if anything like this has ever remotely happened to any of us but like right it's, no it's i think the way she like kept it channeled of like i knew totally especially by the end after all the flashbacks you like understood what she was going through you knew you like saw her work her way out of it and it like made sense definitely yeah sarah did a great job of of writing aelin and like her journey throughout this book and coming out of that darkness and finding herself yeah and making amends with herself exactly and like forgiving herself yeah yeah i think that was really well done i i really liked how sarah used her um i guess her fire or like light um, used it as kind of like an analogy for her coming out of the darkness. Yes. So like you yes. have Nehemia say like, don't let the light go out. Yes. Yeah. And right. then when she gets to um, Wendelin, her light's out. Yeah. yeah. She's in a, she's in darkness. And there's like a moment where she's with Rowan and it's like their first moment of connection. And she says, and, and like she feels an ember be- began to glow is what she says. Uh-huh. Oh. And, and then there's like, and then the next moment, her next big kind of coming out of it is after Beltane. And she opens up to Rowan oh, a little bit more about yeah. like her history. Yeah. And this is after her burnout. That's a big turning point for them. It's yeah. A, yeah. It's a big mm-hmm. turning point for them. But she says, um, it's, they woke up and they were holding hands, yeah. I think. And she says, oh, he yeah. didn't let go. And then she awoke before dawn, warm and safe and rested. Rowan was still holding her hand, clasped to his chest. Something molten rushed through her, pouring over every crack and fracture, still left gaping and open, not to hurt or mar, but to weld, to oh, forge. To forge. So it's like her fire is growing line. and she's oh, like, yes. yeah. And that's and right then after that's, she told him like pretty much her whole story or like almost pretty, her whole Pretty much, story. minus yeah. the like Marion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then it's at the very end when she becomes like Fireheart. Like that's oh, when she embraces her truth. And so it's just yeah. kind of like she uses this kind of light as like her. Oh, um, oh she says a monster. That's what she says. She says um, at the end of the final battle, she says to herself, it would not take a monster to destroy a monster, but light, light to drive oh. out the darkness. 
And that's when she, like, embraces everything. That's I love that. She didn't let the light go out, Lahemia. No! It's yes. so true, though, and I love that, how she, like, her, her fire Sarah, and yeah. her it's light. It's throughout the whole book. She talks about it. God, Fireheart is just... Oh, God. Is there ever when a cuter? she goes to her mother... Y'all, that was hard to read as a mom. Like, I know that's so annoying. Like, a mom, like... No. Like, when people make being a mom their whole personality. But, like, it's my whole personality. And there was just a moment where there's one of the flashbacks. She doesn't feel well. She's sitting at the table. Yeah. They're having, like, this big banquet with, yeah. like, Dorian and the king and everything. And she doesn't feel well. And, like, she doesn't oh, understand yeah. what's going on. And she goes to her mom. And her mom's like, what's Fireheart? What's yeah. wrong? And she, like, feels her forehead. And oh, it was so... just such a normal, like, yes. Um, yes. moment between them. And it just made me be like, oh, your mom. Like, I don't know. I know. It was, just, oh, it just, it was really oh, well like done. Like, you were a child. Like, Tiny Aelin yeah, is just. Like, she was a child. And there's a moment. I, th- I think it's after her one of her big arguments with Rowan. And she feels abandoned and she goes to the river because she always, I think, I think she, you know, she associates like water with her mom because that was her yes. mom's magic. She yeah. And she's, and she's sitting there and she hears her mother's voice and she, and it says, oh. Fireheart, why do you cry? Because oh. I am lost, she whispered onto the earth and I do not know the way. It was what oh. she had never been able to tell Nehemia that for 10 years she had been unsure how to find her way home because there was no home left. And it's oh. just so heartbreaking. Sarah, <laughs> you slay us with this. I can't. Like, that makes me want to cry. And like, her, so like, sad. talking to her mom. I and know. Because I am oh. lost and I do not know the way. But, like, the fact that she says there is no home. Like, that's so sad. Awful. Awful. Those flashbacks, y'all, really got me this round. Like, yeah. I, it was so sad to read those. There was a lot of times that I had to pause yeah. and, like, revisit them. The flashbacks. Yes. I, I am also pregnant, so I'm very emotional. Um, there's this, there's another, like, just one, another thing about Aelin that we, we've talked about this before. She has this rage, right? Yes. She has mm-hmm. this, the killing calm. She yes. goes into this place that, that she says, I think she says in Crown of Mint that, that even Arab and Hamill didn't understand. Like, she goes to this quiet, dark place. Yes. That only mm-hmm. she can, like, and she channels it through like I th- she she chooses to channel her anger and rage through almost like a deathly calm, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's terrifying. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she talks. She's talking to Rowan, and um, it's after um, it's after he sees her back and the whip the whip mark the oh. uh, the whipping marks. Oh yeah. And yeah. Um, after Beltane and her burnout, and she says like you know I, I, regardless of what I do with my birthright, I'm going to free them. Like meaning the slaves, I will free them all. And her and like she says, my scars are a reminder of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so she says she has this great line. Yeah. There is this rage, this despair and hatred and rage that lives and breathes inside me. There is no sanity to it, no gentleness. It is a monster dwelling under my skin. For the past ten years, I have worked every day, every hour to keep that monster locked up. And the moment I talk about those two days and what happened before and after, that monster is going to break loose and there will be no accounting for what I do. Yeah. That is how I was able to stand before the king of Adarlan, how I was able to, de- to befriend his son and his captain, how I, was, how I was able to live in that palace because I did not give that rage, those memories, one inch. Mm. And right now I'm looking for the tools that might destroy my enemy and I cannot let that monster out. Because it will make me use those tools against the king, not put them back as I should. And I might very well destroy the world for spite. So that is why I must be Selena, not Aelin. Because being Aelin means facing those things and unleashing that monster. Oh, great quote. Wow. Great quote. That's a great quote. I read that and I was like, whoa, that's 
deep nineteen year old. Man, <laughs> impressive. Like, so impressive. Truly just and also so like. I hate to use the word believable as if this is something that like I it is but, yes but, but like the, that level of of grief and anger and the way that would like mess with your emotions and yourself uh, it's just the way oh, she yeah. writes it and that 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 would be how she would have compartmentalized morphed it. all those things in her head it's just it's, so, it's oh. who somebody said in the very beginning you know of this episode that like. Selena and Aelin, there are there are tons of similarities. Like Aelin is Selena and Selena is Aelin. But at the same time, Selena is such a different person in so many ways. Like people, yeah. the way that she handles and talks to people and and I think it goes back to what she, what I, the part I just read that like she she cannot in her mind she, she cannot be Aelin. Because yeah. to be Aelin is is not only to just like let that monster out, but it's also she has to face everything that she feels like she's done wrong, Absolutely. everything she's failed at, everything, and that's what her big journey is in the final battle is like embracing that darkness. Like Rowan says, what if instead of like I think he says like something like what if instead of um, letting that darkness and overcome you, if you walked through it and embraced it and acknowledged it and exactly. forgave yourself. Yeah. And that's exactly yeah. what she does. And that's what she does. Let's talk about, what, what do we want to talk about with like Aelin and her magic? It, the, the moment with the burnout to me was really, um, this time especially really effective. I think it really gave a gravitas to her magic. It wasn't just like this yeah. thing she needs to figure out how yeah. to do and like wield and like la da da she'll figure it out and like it's it's tough. It was like oh no there are like real limits and there are consequences right. and this is like really right. intense stuff she's dealing with. It was done really interestingly like rereading it. It doesn't come off as scary when it happens initially. It's like uh yeah. it's like she's swaying to the music and it's like she gets yeah, lost. Like- and it's uh-huh. really, it was yeah. really interestingly like drunk done. drunk on it almost. Like she's drunk on it. Yeah. Yes. Instead of like this like scary, oh, she's reached her bottom. It was like this slowly mm-hmm. and like. What, and then you, what, and then like kind of how as a reader, the way you see that it's bad is Rowan's freaking out. And like, yeah. you know, like that is. Yeah. Like, like let go. Let it burn. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. It's yeah. really interesting. That's and he so has to like, he has to like literally cut off her air supply. Oh. To, because and then that next day when he comes stop. in, he's like bandaged and just like oh, because he or that night he when he comes in, he's like bandaged from carrying her yeah. and she's like burning him. So good. You Another guys. sweet little Rowan moment. Um, I think it's after she throws her. Fi- it's when the Skinwalkers. It's more in the beginning, but like it's when the Skinwalkers attack and sh- they jump off the cliff and she turns <gasps> oh, around and she's like part. she. I think she yells like surprise and she like yeah she burns yeah. them. Well, and she, she falls she, in the like, river. Mid jump tells him to shift, and he's just like, yeah, "Okay," and does yeah. it. Does it? Yeah. And, and then she's um, like, "Surprise, motherfuckers!" Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> and she falls in the water, and she's like shivering or something. And he gives her his cloak um, to oh, keep right, warm right, afterwards. Right. Yeah. And I just had this like moment of like it's such a parallel between like I, I, I kind of reminded me of like when she gives her cloak to Caltain. Oh yeah, and like in the this, yes. yeah, because they don't like each other in the beginning of this book, and she oh, didn't like Caltain. But she, yeah. but like I mean, it's not the same thing. Like Caltain was like in a cell, shivering and dying. No, but, but like, it is still but a like good it tie-in. was just like a little kind of like 
tie-in and she acknowledges it as like a he could have left her to like deal with the skinwalkers by himself and she it's the first time she says like you you didn't leave me like you didn't abandon me she's like you came back you came back there i will say like the second half of this book i really like how their friendship and like just relationship in general progresses and i feel like sarah does a really good job share things with each other that we haven't seen her share with any other character no not even nahemia and the fact that he's secretly i i forgot this well, I remembered it this reread because Kim, I know you read it like when we when we because we all talked about it when you reread it. Mm-hmm. So I paid close attention to the fact that Rowan secretly is helping her get an edge on Maeve. Rowan is, or yes, or she's no. So so he gets so the one of the reasons he takes her to Luca. It's, well, the reasons he hides Luca in there is because Goldrin, the the, the sword is in there. Oh. Now he's under the blood blood oath to Maeve, so he cannot do anything like outwardly. But uh-huh. he yeah. does things like he's the one that prompts Emerus to um, tell a certain story about Maeve and oh, Afril with okay. the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought Selena was the one that asked for stories about Maeve. No, she did, she did. But he Rowan asked follow up questions. And he made certain comments that were, um, that then later on, Selena or Aelin remembers. And she was like, that's why he said this. Because he wanted me to remember that, like, this was like a bargaining chip. Like, this ring is special. Um, And that's why at the end, he thinks she's going to bargain for, like, help with her kingdom. And instead, she bargains for him. Um, that part, guys. Oh, I know. Okay, okay, okay. And there's more. There, I, I didn't. I don't think I highlighted the next one. I can't remember where it is. But there's That's a specific so sentence he says. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and then Good even job, like, Rowan. I know. And then even at the very <laughs> end, when she like she realizes the third word key, and he's like, "Don't tell me." Yeah. He's don't like, tell, don't me. tell me. And she's and like, then sure enough, Maeve yeah. is like. Maeve brings it up, and he's like, she didn't tell me. Yeah. The, can we talk about the slave, the Endovier and Calcula? Oh, it's awful. so terrible. It's right, like, right after, right after she shares all that stuff with Rowan about her scars and, like, the fact that she, that, like, her, no matter what she does with her yeah. life, she's going to free the slaves. Oh, it's right he after that. He kills thousands, thousands of people children that part really this time like got me right doesn't it like it hits different now it's so the way that she writes it with horrific gentleness rowan grasped her hand no the soldiers killed every slave in calcutta a crack on the world through which a keening whale pushed in like a wave there are thousands of people enslaved in calcutta the resolved in rowan's countenance splintered as he nodded and when he opened and closed his mouth she realized it was not over the only word she could breathe was endovier Slowly, so slowly, Rowan shook his head. Once he got word of the uprising in Eelway, the king of Adderland sent two other legions north. None were spared in Endovier. Mm. It's just like... Oh. And then she goes on to like this whole like inner thing. Like she had not protected them. Nehemia's people. They were children. Yeah. There was like... Oh my god, it's so awful. And then... And then the next thing that she does is she goes to the way, the wall and yeah. she throws everything, everything. she does at yeah. the... And, she's, and it says, so she burned and burned and yeah. burned. And yeah. that's like another tie into like using her fire as like a definitely as a you know a writing tool to like show how she's feeling definitely. Oh, and then the okay. symphony, the symphony plays. Yes, and then they play the the, the, the songs of the Tarzan song for and everyone and <gasps> Eelway and uh, oh, every, that was Ben so... Harrow 
god and, like, and it just says like they all just like they never were heard nobody from nobody ever saw them again oh, it's and so i was awful. like oh my gosh it was a tie-in to um to me like that Raina goldsmith in assassin's yes. blade who come was it Assassin's? no sorry throne of glass it's at holland's birthday party i don't remember yeah when yeah. she played yes yeah, sorry like it reminded me of that like when they knew they knew that they were going to die yes. and they went into they it knowing it that anyway. but they still they still did it anyways and oh it was heartbreaking and it's like so right sad. after that that rowan comes up to her and he says like i'll take you to Maeve. Like, you don't have to stay here. Like, let's... You don't have to stay yeah. here. You don't have to... Because there's the final... Like, they're, they're, you know, prepping the battlements. As bad like, people are coming. Yeah, the bad... You know, all yeah. the Belgs and whatever. And, like, the king of Adderlin are yeah. going to attack. People, and so they're prepping. Bad people are coming. And right. he says, you don't have to stay. Like, I'll take you to Maeve right now. And she says, I'm staying because you are needed and because I will follow you to whatever end. To whatever and end. And he looks... I know. And he looks at her and he says, to whatever end. Um, and she nodded. He had not needed to mention the massacres, had not needed to try to console her. He knew, he understood without her having to say a word what it was like. Rowan looked into her eyes, into the very core of her, and said, Fireheart. Oh! Which, um, he doesn't know. How does, How he, does know? he know? Oh, I thought she told him. I just thought of that, like, I just saw that TikTok reel. No one's gonna know. No one's gonna know. <laughs> no one's gonna They're gonna not know. gonna know. How would they know? They're gonna know. They're gonna know. <laughs> no one's gonna know. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, they're so uh, sweet. Oh, they're what though? I think Rowan telling her um was to me kind of what she wished Kale would have done about Nahim. Oh interesting, Kim. Like he didn't have oh, to tell yes. her, but he chose to anyways, and I yeah. think she appreciated that. Oh totally. Um not that I don't think Aelin should have known like but she kind of she I think you even said like Rowan didn't have to like tell her yeah but he chose to do that to like keep her informed even yeah. though it was going to be something that was going to right which is kind of what I think she wished she would have gotten from Kale yeah. is mm-hmm. like no yeah I didn't need to know but, but I wish you had trusted me enough to like yes yeah 100%, which is, like, such an interesting, like, parallel between, like, Rowan yeah, and Kale. Yeah, I never picked up totally. on that, Kim. Just yeah, when you, really, I didn't even think about it until you said that, like, he did, that Aelin didn't have to know. Like, Rowan yeah. could have kept it from her. Totally. But that he chose to, which is, like, that's why he's different than Kale. Um, okay, let's talk about the final battle. Dude, when, a- like, when they show up and those, like, yeah. first of all, they're betrayed. Okay, they're betrayed. And you've got, like, all of the people coming into the secret tunnels. And Bass, Bass, yeah. And then you've got the three princes, right? right? Plus General... Is it three princes plus General Norak? Yes, I think. So, yeah, technically there's a Valg prince inside of him. So, technically there's four, but it's him and three Valg princes. So, they're, like, standing outside. And Aelin knows that, like... She has, like, this feeling because at one point when she used her fire, it seemed that when General Norak... Or one of the Valg princes was chasing them, they seemed to flinch. Right. She's like... I'll go out there and I'll I'll yeah. do it. And I love this line that he like like Rowan is just he's terrified for like her to go out there and he's like just hold the line. Hold the line. He says it like yeah. three times. Don't do anything else. Just hold the line. Like <laughs> Which, then, like yeah. Obviously she's not going to listen to that. But, but and like, she says or she nodded like the good soldier he thought she was. Yes. Um, yeah. And it's like and then all of a sudden it's like something I think Rowan says it's um she goes outside of the you know barrier to help protect it and it's she like it's like something else comes over her it's she like says you know it was like second nature somehow the flames that leapt down her blade as she struck oh. and it was like it just all of a sudden like connected and made sense in like this battling yeah um, and she yeah. said I think that's also the part where she says 
Um, she had lied to him. She had wanted to save lives, yes. But she yeah. had gone out there with no intention of saving her own. No. Yes. And he, like, oh, realizes she sacrifice it. herself. Yeah. And the cadre show up. up. The cadre! And Gavriel's the only one that hesitates. Yes, so, like, she's, like, nearing... She feels like she's, like, nearing a burnout. She's, like, yeah. she's holding yeah. the line <laughs> as much as she can. While also being like, I'm gonna die holding this line, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, and, uh... The cadre finally shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Although you do learn this really interesting thing. One of the Valg like tells her. So like we've always thought that Elena and Gavin destroyed the Valg. But according right. to the, what the Valg say is we were not beaten, only contained until a mortal man was foolish enough to invite us back in to use those oh, y- use these glorious bodies. Idiot. So. Well, look at that. Well, I hope we learn more about that. <laughs> you know me too well um yeah okay so also the part okay so the gap the cadre shows up and the part like the just the imagery she paints of rowan like trying to get to Aelin oh yes. and them holding her back like holding yes. him back and holding him down it took it took gabriel gabriel and lorcan are like literally and he's snarling, like, let me go, yeah. let me go. And they're like, she's gone. They're like, she's she's gone. Yeah, they're like, she's dead, or like, she's as good as dead. If you go out there, you're going to die, too. And I'm like, shut yeah. up. It said, Rowan was screaming as the creature pulled her into its arms, and she stopped fighting as her flames winked out and darkness swallowed her whole. Oh. And it's like, she's, and she's now, she's walking through head. the darkness. Yeah, now we're in yeah. her head. Oh. You guys, I, that Lady Marion story, I, that was really... That really part, hard. and I really, I, I knew that was really pivotal, but it, I didn't realize, or I didn't remember it being mm. very specifically said, like, her saying, like, this is what is breaking me. Like, this what is what broke me, that she sacrificed herself yes. for nothing. Because in my mind, I'm not even queen. I'm nothing. And I yeah. have this worthless life. And, yeah. like, that is her big catalyst to a bunch of this, of like, these feelings is Lady Marion. Yeah. It's is that she did that for, like, that Aelin feels like it was for nothing. For nothing. Because she tells her to, like, tell her daughter that she loves oh, her. And, oh, that God. part, I couldn't, I, I, I had just, to pause. I, the part that got me was, like, this, I mean, that, that that part, but, like, also scooping up this child out of her parents' bed, covered in her oh. parents' blood, and she just bathes yeah. her. We're Like, we're washing it away, we're washing it away, and we're mm-hmm. gonna sit in the kitchen, and we're gonna wait. Adian's gonna come, your, your, she says your Adian will be here soon, and ever, oh! That was like so sweet. And then, but then we also get all these people from her her life saying "get up," yeah. and tiny little baby Aelin saying "get up." And it's like it yes, was, no. It's like um, um oh, tiny baby Dorian. Yeah, you see Dorian and her interact for the first time, and she says, "If you like, you can be my friend." Yeah. And he says, "I have a friend. He is to be Lord of Aniel someday, and he is the fiercest warrior in the land." <laughs> so Which, like, he's not. So like, that's, that's that so kind of took me out for a second. I have to say, but in a sweet way. Like, I was like, "Oh, sweet little Dorian!" Like, but also it made the me faith giggle. That he has in Kale. Like, he's gonna be the fiercest warrior in the land. And it's like. No, he's oh, sweetie, not. bless your heart. And like, so then, so then, yeah, so then, like the whole like Lady Marion, you finally see the scene with Lady Marion. But then it's, she's like, she's lying in that bottomless pit of like darkness, yeah. and um, you know, that's when you hear like the line "get up." Yes, and it's that part. 
Oh, uh, everyone's did telling anybody her to get else up. get like Goblet of Fire vibes? Yes, the, you know when they yeah. lock wands and wands. all of like the people come out. It was so like, and then like Aelin, as if she had been really Aelin, like you know, Selena like turns and like real Aelin like holds her hand out yes. to her. And it's baby, so little baby Aelin. And I also really I loved the the parallel of get up being like from the first book with Kale telling yes. her to get up yeah. when she's in the arena yes. and like they're crouching down with her and telling her to get up. I and like the that. final, yeah. like this final bit where she's coming out of the darkness. Oh God. It's, this is beautiful. I just I just felt like I was Christy there. Oh, God. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, God. That's my tell. Um, <laughs> it's my, my signature tell. Um, it said, her people waiting for 10 years, but no longer. She could see the snow-capped staghorns, the wild tangle of tangle of Oakwald at their feet, and, and Orinth, the, that city of light and learning, once a pillar of strength in her home. It would be both again, and she would not let that light go out. She would fill the world with it, with her light, her gift. She would light up the darkness so brightly that all who were lost or wounded or broken would find their way to it, a beacon for those who still dwelled in the abyss. It would not take a monster to destroy a monster, but light, light to drive out darkness. She was not afraid. Oh, it's so beautiful. She was not afraid. It's so beautiful. Oh my she God. She was not also, the light, so much great light imagery. Tiny Aelin lifts, raise, puts her hand, I'm putting my hand out. Oh. Like, <laughs> and she's like, and it goes, and she smiled, and she says, get up. And the princess did. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh God. It's Sarah. like, it's just, I mean, bravo. Sarah, Applause, you applause. beautiful genius. I truly, that is such a beautiful, beautiful and then part. It's, it's, we see her go through this, and then that's, yeah, that's when, when Rowan is like, but what if, like, they're all sitting yes. there and they just go, oh, and they're watching her and she like, and then Rowan's like, but what if she, what if you faced your fears and you faced the darkness and you embraced yeah. the darkness? And then they're all just like, oh, and like, what? And, and then much, she like, like stands and up and it's like yeah. flame erupts and it's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> it's like so amazing. And she's like, she's like, um, Aelin, a strange mark glowing on her brow, her hair flowed around her shorter now and bright like fire and her eyes Though they were red-rimmed, the gold in her eyes was a living flame. Also, I love the, like, her hair was different. New hair, who dis? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of, just, like, slice her brain yeah, off. She's, she's like, like, hello, new person. Also, I picture her, like, with a blowout. Like, it's, like, does it look choppy? It doesn't look bad. It's just, <laughs> yeah, like, no. a beautiful blowout. Just a little it's shorter. It's a blunt cut just, like, with some soft yes. curls. Like, some soft you know? curls. <laughs> like, it's, like, very well-styled. Like, no, oh, yeah. not choppy. The Val did a clean, a clean cut. And then yeah. Rowan, like, he knows that she's still like approaching oh and that's also the line where he says like her burnout the burnout that she had at Beltane was never that was self-imposed that like her magic was so much deeper than that but it was always like a restraint that she placed on herself because and it's really interesting like the what he says is that because she's so different and because her power was so strong and she's known that it was like a Mm self-imposed way to feel normal that like look my power is insignificant I can only do this with it but like totally when she actually realizes and embraces who she is that like she can embrace mm. all of herself including this like yeah. incredible power totally um totally the caradon he like runs to her oh, slices his yes. hand and, that like, 
is Ugh. one of I, I if this were a movie I just Love. picture this so well in my head like he all the rest of the cadre is like what and he just like breaks and yeah. then runs, runs all the way there and he runs and as he's running he like cuts his hand and then she cuts her That's hand so and, sweet. Th- and then he says to whatever end doesn't he or what no, the, so yeah. she says so and um so he he's looking at her and he's just like like in awe and she says to whatever end and he nodded and she joined hands with him blood to blood and soul to soul his other arm coming around to grip her tightly their hands clasped between them he whispered into her ear i claim you too aelin galathinius i claim you too i claim you too also oh god that i will say when she said i claim you first and he didn't say it back i was like Roblin, you claim her till you stop it. But I'm really glad we saved it for this moment because this was a good <laughs> moment for this to happen. Oh, God. Oh, oh it was so good. I claim oh, you too. Guys, it was just... To whatever okay. end, Fireheart. All right, so... Yeah, you think that's the end. You're like, wow, what a... Whoo, climax awesome. done. Awesome. Nope. Yeah, I We've thought that was the end. It. Nope. Nope. Wrong. You have to go to Maeve now. False. Okay, so then we go to Maeve. And then go back to the glass then, castle. Like, First, I mean... Lord have mercy. Okay, so we go to Maeve. So Rowan's like, yeah, I think you can meet Maeve now. You read right. it. Yeah. Um, so they go they go there, and, like, you have the moment where, like, Rowan is like, please don't tell me anything. Like, I, I don't want to betray you. Um, On so the way like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get there. So pretty much, she's got the whole cadre there and the, uh, the creepy owl. And she mm-hmm. lays down a lot of history situation. She like, teaches us some things. Yes. Um, so she does. we learn about the word keys a little bit more. Like, a, like she's, Aelin's like, okay, I fulfilled my promise. Now tell me what you know about the word keys. And Which is like, she doesn't tell her. Yeah, anything. she doesn't tell her much. Like, no. there are three things, like, whatever. Um, and that, like, you know, we realize that Brandon has had one, that or Aelin realizes that Brandon has had one in, like, the the orinth the what's it called the amulet of orinth amulet, amulet and that's of probably like what has given Terrison so much power and what we learned from baba yellow legs in book two was that like the word keys really depend on like who's using them you they can be used for right. evil or they can be used for good and the galathinius right. line used it for good and to help and, their people right. the amulet her mother gave it to to little baby Aelin, and then we now know right does she tell us where it is yeah yes. she, she thought she Arabin lost Arabin it, has it but she realizes that Arabin has it i can't st- when i when i like read that i was like oh you motherfucker <laughs> yeah. oh cuz i read listeners um i just got done editing our assassin's blade episode and we are Feisty. passionate in our hatred of <laughs> Arabin in that episode and talking about it now, it's just funny because, like, we you can't even say the name Arabin in that episode, and we're like, oh, that I just can't stand him. <laughs> okay, wait, what is she, does she, does Maeve tell Aelin about Nameless? Or yes, so Aelin she says, yeah. how do you, yeah, so, um, yeah, so you find out that, like, Brandon was, like, a bastard son. I feel like it's still a little confusing, like, the history there, and I, I think is. it gets a little bit more cleared up in later books, but, um, yeah. okay. he, yeah, so Brandon was basically the start of the Galathinius line, and he was, like, a bastard-born son, and, like, what mm. I'm a little bit unclear about is, like, so does every bastard-born son have this, like, mark on their forehead, but only the Galathinius one shows up? I don't get it. Yeah. Um, but, like, he was, yeah. he was in love with Mala, and who was, like, a mm-hmm. fae sister of Maeve, and had, like, the fire power, so then, or, like, Brandon did, uh, yeah, Brandon had the fire, and then Mala was also... We get more clarity on that later. Yeah, we get yeah. more clarity on that later. Yeah. Um, so, but Brandon did take the keys from Maeve, which we learn. Like, yeah, we've, we've always, we've thought this whole book that, like, Maeve gave them to Brandon to hide, but no. 
I think, like, he realized that, like, he didn't want them to be in Maeve's possession because she's a little mm. warp and twisted. And oh, so yeah. he took Maybe, them yeah. and Good separated idea. them out across, like, right. the world yes. or whatever. Right. Correct. Yeah. And, um, Maybe that and, was smart, sir. Right. And, and Aelin's yeah. realizing, like, why? Why did she do that? Like, why did Brandon do that? And, like, she's, like, thinking that in her head. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. So then Maeve is like, um, Aelin, do you know where the third word key is? And she's oh. like... Nope, I don't. And that's when he she pulls the blood oath thing on Rowan and makes him admit that Aelin does know. And because Aelin won't tell her, she has the cadre whip mm. Rowan in Which front of her. Which is the one thing the one that thing. Which is, is going to break her. She just knows. It. And what really got me in this was when oh. he is being he's being whipped and he like takes all of his his energy and his you know he just looks at her and he's like don't. Like, don't, don't say it. Yeah. Don't He's say like, it. Don't, and, don't say it. Oh. And, like, and it's weird because, like, she... God, like, I love you, it's, you, you see them all go blank stares. Like, they they have had to do this to each other before. They've all she's received so it. Like, she's so evil. And, like, so they cannot... Evil. And, like, listeners, I don't, like, I don't know if, if it's impressed enough upon in this book, but, like, they cannot break the blood oath. No. When that tug or something is ordered, it is, like, nearly... I mean, there is literally, there, it, 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 you cannot, you have to do what she says. Um, yeah. Oh, but I love this. She knew, um, she like loses it and she like set the world on fire, it says. And she like yeah. lights up the yeah. stones. And yeah. she realizes that like Maeve has like locked herself in this stone palace. And there is no wood. There is no trees. There are no trees. Yeah. yeah. And she realizes that like Maeve is terrified of the fire. And yeah, that's also what she puts together. Like Brandon, clearly Brandon also had fire, you know, yeah. his, his magic and Mala. Mm-hmm. And like, what is it that like Maeve, like what, what did Brandon see that like he wanted to keep the keys away from Maeve and why is she so terrified? Right. Um, Interesting. And yeah. then she, so anyway, so then she like barters with, um, the ring. Ma- yeah. The, with the ring to get Rowan back and like, Oh God, it was so sweet. So it's how she said, yeah, so pretty much she's like, no, okay, not only are you going to, does someone have the line where, oh, he's, where it's oh, like the wait, reveal? Kim, here's the, here's the other, this is, we don't, we don't have to put this in, but this is the other thing. Um, she says it, all of it, all of it was for him, for Rowan, who had known exactly what sword he was picking up that day in that mountain cave, who had thrown it across the ice as a future bargaining chip, the only protection he could offer her against Maeve, if she was smart enough to figure it out. Oh, what okay, I do smarty. remember that. I do remember that. Yes. Um, Very, oh, he's so smart. But like, so go, what Rowan. is the, there's a line, whenever she, we like, he realizes, the cadre realizes, oh. everyone realizes that she's like, no, no, not only are you going to like stop whipping him, you're going to, I want him. I want you to break his break blood, the blood oath. I want him. Yeah, he's to coming come with, with me. me. He's not yours anymore. And yeah. Rowan turns around. He and turns like, to her. I have it. He goes, Aelin, he murmured, and it wasn't a reprimand or a thank you, but a prayer. Aelin, he whispered again, grinning, and kissed her brow before he dropped to both his knees before her. Oh, oh God. It's like so well, sweet. That was, and uh, then they have this mind to mind thing. Like they do this oh, whole like, mind to mind thing. And I'm beautiful. imagining like Maeve and the Kaja being like, um, why are we quiet? Like what's going on here? <laughs> also, let's think about So Maeve is like, okay. Oh, also, so the way she, she does that is she's like, I want Rowan. I'll give you this ring. Right. That's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The ring. Yes. But like that all happens. And 
And he and the other members of the cadre are like, I'm sorry, but huh? 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 You're, you're this... breaking his blood up? <laughs> I thought we couldn't do that, yeah. Maeve. I thought we couldn't do that. And the way that Maeve says yes, she's like, ah, I'm sick of him anyway. Sure, yeah, I'm sick him. of him. Sure, take him. But also the other cadre slowly turn too. They're like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what? And then Rowan. Yeah, and like Rowan's like, like and she's and she's like, and he gets on his knees and he's like, take the blood oath. I want to take the blood oath, and she's like, no, you're free, you're free. And we know like from the other books how important that is to her, like to be free. Yeah, to alien. And um, And she's like, I don't want this from you. Like, I don't want to do that to you. I don't want you to have to like, yeah. And he's like, no, you have to. Like, you have no court. And she will think twice to know if we're, like, aligned. Like, because I'm powerful, you're powerful. It's so beautiful. I know. And he's, like, and he says, like, I claim you, Aelin, to whatever end. Together, Fireheart, he said, pushing back the sleeve of her tunic. We'll find a way together. A court that will change the world, he promised. A court that will change the world! That part. Just those lines. That that little snippet. Just, just. I, I want it. I want I it on a wall it. poster. So I want it tattooed on my body. Inject I want it, it into <laughs> my veins. <laughs> and she's like, and she just looks at him and she's like, "Well, now that you've insulted me further, get out." <laughs> she's and Mavis like, like oh, she's like such a butthead. I'm like, go away. Okay, fine, you can take him. Oh, we're you're gonna do the uh, you're gonna do so it right cute. here. You're you're gonna do it right right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she, sure. And then she gets. And then like the last thing with them is like she gets she has him tattoo like. Her parents, oh, yes. Dory, Lady Marion, like Nehemia, <gasps> oh, Sam, all over yes. her scars from like Endovier and like all the yes. little scars on her, on her body. Whole back. All over yes. her back. Like, okay, there's another thing we didn't talk about the tattoo. Also, Rowan has a tattooed on his face. P.S. Um, <laughs> no, he doesn't. no. Rowan does not have a tattoo and Rowan doesn't have long white hair. So, <laughs> no. if, if you, if, Disclaimer, if you thought he did, listeners. you are mistaken. Yeah. Sarah might have written that. She was but wrong. We actually, we actually are here to tell you. He doesn't. Yes. He does not have face. He is not Legolas. Listeners, we live in a world where he does not, in fact, look like Legolas. He has short-ish uh-huh. hair. It can be a little shaggy in my mind, but it's yes. it's not That's long. shaggy, shaggy but like, uh, and it can it can tussle. It, it's, it can tussle. Um, <laughs> it can go in the wind. And also, in my personal mind, I'm okay with like I've gotten past the no tattoo. It's like the, barely I visible. Can, right. I can on do the, edge. the little tattoo on the side of the face. That's fine. Not yeah. his whole face. No, it's it's really not really subtle the side I think of the it's face. Just like no. along his temple and down to his like the jaw. hairline, you yeah. know? Yeah, and it goes down into some hot tattoos on the body, you yes. know? That's um, fine. I just I don't need I don't want a whole like Mike Tyson face tattoo. I don't know. I can picture it very far over and yeah. subtle on the <laughs> face, you know. Okay, so yeah. and maybe the hair, maybe the, the hair, hair kind of a tossle, a tossle can go over it. Really, if, if you want to like run your fingers through the through oh, the little bit of hair, you can see it a little more, right. you know. But yeah. Right. Anyways, disclaimer: <laughs> yes. that's how we picture him. We will hear no further arguments. Okay, so um, meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, back at the glass castle. <laughs> meanwhile, okay, Dorian is Ooh, having like, a really bad day. <laughs> some some would argue Sorsha has a worse day. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Although, okay. Although Sorsha didn't have to see her own head roll on the ground. <laughs> um. Okay. So a few things. Adian. Okay. So we we end up the king. The king's like, I want to see all of you. Come all to Adian, Kale, come, Dorian, come Sorsha. Let's, let's all let's all come together. Let's have a little. Let's have a little chat. And that's um, when Dorian's like, we got to get you out of this castle, yes, girl. Yes. Right now. And then the fucking Amethy. Amethy. Somebody. Oh, hate fuck her. Her. Hate yeah. her. Hate her. Yeah. So she. Yeah. Sorry betrays them or whatever and sends Sorsha up to the king's like whatever room or whatever and um Adian and Kale quickly read the room and they're like oh fuck we're about to like 
some sort yeah. of like somebody's gonna get like outed as a traitor um, and for yeah. working with the rebels and kale is about to step forward and be like it was me yes. and adian bless him is so sweet and he's like i like he basically like is like fuck you to the king and uh you yeah, know it was me. like it was I'm me like I, this ring isn't like he takes off the black ring and is like this is a joke or whatever and, and doesn't he am i imagining this in my head did i put this emotionally in his in his mental dialogue even though it wasn't there that he does that there's something he says in his head that's like because Aelin loves him or something like he does it like yeah because Aelin loves kale and he doesn't want Aelin to lose yes. anybody else yes exactly yeah and he can't live with himself if, like, he took that away from Aelin. Yes. Which, I mean, oh, come on. What That's sweetie. so great. And okay. I think he, Such like... A sweetie. So then... Um, yeah, so he's taken away to the... So he's... So, well, I, I think... Yeah. He's, he's still... Well, no, no, he's still yet. there. He's still oh, there. Sorry, you're he right. sees, yeah. Okay. He's so like then, in shock. They've like shot So then the king's yeah. like, oh, that's that's nice of you to like admit that, but that's not actually what I was referring to. I was referring yeah. to this letter from the healer in the room, Sorsha. And that's when you're oh. like, what? He, Sorsha's working what? with the rebels. That and was Dorian. Yeah. Oh, Dorian. Was. Dorian's like, I'll do anything, oh. like, wh- oh. whatever. Just t- tell me what you need to do. lines there. He's like, anything. Like anything. anything you need, please. Oh God, Jesus he's Christ. like banish her, banish her, do like, whatever. I will, I'll, I'll do whatever yes. you want. Oh. And the, the king, king just says, literally, just goes, no, no, no. And what does Shot. he do? What does he do, ladies? Instead of, oh my God. And then before he, you can even blink, her head is her head. like, <laughs> I can't even. It's sorry, it's not funny, but the way Cam said, cuts off her head. Like, you literally he just goes no and so you think like oh okay like he's gonna There's say like, like i don't know gonna whatever. be another reprimand and then just, no no and then they just cut off her head I <laughs> just, yeah, just literally like the, the term off with her head was never like more more appropriate when that happened i literally was like what did i just oh, read no that didn't happen oh i agree no, no. And i think what that was on purpose right now? that it was like total blindside to you and yeah. everyone in the room oh, like yeah it was bad y'all it, it, it was, was like bad. and the, the 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 words that she said oh. the rights like the, yeah. the words <laughs> the words that she writes the scream that erupted out of dorian was the worst sound that kale had ever heard kale had ever worse heard. even than the wet heavy thought of her oh. head hitting oh. the red marble oh. and then and then it goes this part this is what, dorian oh. still screaming was scrambling through the blood toward oh. it toward mm. her head as if he could put it back as if he oh. could piece her together oh he's when i say together. that like reading that and thinking of like dorian scrambling in, in what i assume blood. is so much blood and grabbing a slippery head and it's like, slippery and he's slippery and, and there's I'm blood just, and he's screaming I, like screaming and it, this screaming. is this is horrific horrific it's imagery horrific. it's awful horrific imagery. it's awful Okay, I just y'all. There's two moments in this oh. in this section with yeah. Kale and Dorian that is just the oh, brotherhood I, so of the sweet, love. The brotherhood of them, and so we have that horrific moment. Oh. And very next chapter, like a a, a couple of lines yeah. later, you know, the king's like, "This is what awaits traitors," and oh. and oh, you know, God. and Kale like looks at the king so and draws his his sword, and the king like rolls his eyes and he's like, "Yeah, whatever, whatever, Kale." Yeah. <laughs> 
So he, so it says, Kale kept his sword drawn. I will not go to Aniel, he mm. growled, and I will not serve you a moment longer. Mm. There is one true king in this mm. room. There always has been, and he is not sitting on that throne. Dorian stiffened, but Kale went on. There is a queen in the north, and she has already beaten you once. Oh. She will beat you again and again, because what she represents and what your son represents is what you fear most, hope. You cannot steal it, no matter how many you rip from their homes and enslave, and you cannot break it, no matter how many you murder. Oh. Yes, God, Kale. I love that line. Again. Yes, Kale. Like, oh. And so this oh, whole, such I mean. a good quote. So they're about to, like, well, the king basically about to pull another Sorsha, and he's like, no, nah, mm. okay. And a crossbow is drawn and it snaps. Yeah. And and yeah. uh Kale, D- Dor- Kale stared at Dorian in mute horror as his friend's eyes glowed a deep raging blue and the prince snarled at the king, "Don't you touch him." And it's just like it's so good. an ice spreads across the floor. And he's magic and, he's and like, he freezes. I'm from Frozen 2. Yes. I'm Elsa too. And I freeze the room. And everything's frozen. Ah, <laughs> it's so oh, real Elsa thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he like, and it's so sweet. And like, and he's like yelling at Kale, like run, get oh, out. So good. And he says, it's and so when good. you come back, burn this place to the ground. Yes. Like, yes. Okay. Dorian, Dorian like tells him to run. And so Kale, he said, he looked at his friend, perhaps for the last time, and said <gasps> what he had always known from the moment they'd met when he'd Aww. understood that the prince was his brother in soul. I love you. Dorian merely nodded, eyes still blazing, and lifted his hands again toward his father. Brother, friend, king. Oh. That is the most beautiful that moment between them like I know. they've been so separated I and like know. distant and then it comes together and the way he goes he was he says like his brother in soul like soul <laughs> and then like the way the way she ends it with the collar clamping oh. around Dorian's neck oh. y'all he reaches his hand out to hold Sorsha's hand as they click it on I his know. neck her lifeless headless body is on the ground and he's like bellowing and the king is like kneeling on his chest yeah and like manhandling him into this collar and he just like reaches out and grabs her hand and you know that like you just read Aelin go to Maven like is there any way to kill them and she says like aside from my fire and she says I think you could behead them and then you see oh. like Kale I, I mean uh, then you see Dorian get the thing around his neck and you're just like yeah. oh my god like it's like I remember the first time reading that and being like holy shit what's going to happen yes yes it's bad it's like bad. i i was like he's i he's yeah. done like oh. this is not going to what a cliffhanger what an ending oh is that the end yeah well, well there's yeah. like there's like a little few there's a few little chapters but oh but the last line oh yes, yeah yes, yeah, yes, yes, sorry. yes what's the last line anna do you so have the it? last yeah so the last line is they are they are traveling they're traveling back to adderlin and she's like telling Rowan, yeah. like no you can't come with me like you're a freaking bird or you're like a fey male you're gonna stand out yeah. <laughs> in a place that hates magic this is my friend he's also a bird this is my <laughs> friend he's a bird but also, if he's if he's not a bird, then he's this fae male with no magic. So he's just like looks like a fae and is a fae and is big and scary, but has no magic. And has so a like, face that'd be tattoo for him. And has a face tattoo. Has a face tattoo. So like you know, cool, casual, either way. But it's subtle. It's fine. Oh god, Shaggy it's so great. Up. No, she. So yeah, the last line of the book is. I love it. She goes, she lifted her face to the stars. She was Aelin Ashriver Galathinius, heir of two mighty bloodlines, protector of a once glorious people and queen of Terrison. She was Aelin Ashriver Galathinius and she would not be afraid. She would not be afraid! afraid.
the last lines in these books and how they They're tie beautiful. into each other is so beautiful. Like every last line builds on yeah, each other. Yeah, she keeps it so full circle. God oh, damn it, she, really she does. does. Our Sarah. Um, let's go to the spoily section. Let's talk about spoilies. So spoiler alert. If you have not read all of the Throne of Glass books all the way through Kingdom of Ash, then from here yeah. on out, goodbye, so long, goodbye. farewell, I'll be the same. Come back. And come back when you have read all of them. I do, 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 Okay. And scene. And okay. scene and spoilers um, Thank go. you so okay. much for listening, and yes, come oh, back once back. you... Yeah, um, so thank you for listening. <laughs> See you later. Get out of here. Also... Thank you for listening. We love you. Adieu. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our Sound of Music rendition, and we'll see you later. Curtain down. All right. Let's dive into the spoilies. Okay. Um, okay, okay. Let's go to the spoilies. So, okay, wait. Yeah. Can I say the Rowan thing quickly? So we just like to go from the... Yes. So Rowan yes. First. Let's, let's go to the mates thing. Honestly, that's the most important thing. So, something that we couldn't really touch upon at the beginning that was truly just killing me was the reason that the pro- the behavior is extra problematic is because he ends up being her mate. Like, if you were going yes. to have this person yes. be her in-game mate, why did you put these lines in his mouth? Like, why yes. did you make yes. him this mean? That's if what, you, yes, I, yeah. 100% is what upsets me yeah. the most. And it's so, not okay. Rowan. What, what upsets me is I'm more upset with, and I love Sarah. Listen, I love her. She's my queen. But oh, I, I'm more upset with the writing because she yeah. controls yeah. the narrative. She controls yeah. what is put on right. the paper. Rowan's not yeah. real. Rowan's Sarah, not real. Right. So. <laughs> I, I forget that sometimes. I do. You know, I do. it's hard not to. Okay, so but, I do have some little, some little, um, uh, an oh, interesting yeah. tidbit that I think could help for this conversation that I couldn't tell you guys earlier. Okay, yes. Okay, so also at this Australian Kingdom of Ash tour um, that this blogger Alexandra wrote in her Reading by Starlight blog. Okay, so she recaps it. So pretty much Sarah at this event was talking about, you know, she start writing, started writing TJG at 16. And then by the mm. end of college, Sarah had the first draft of the first four books done. So this, she she Whoa. had the first draft up until the end of Queen of Shadows. Although she says it was a very different story. Mm. So after graduating college, Sarah realized two things. One, Throne of Glass was a story she desperately wanted to tell. And two, she was going to need to rewrite and rework the whole thing. Quote, she said, it sucked. She laughed. <laughs> okay. So during reworking and rewriting, she says that what made Sarah realize that Aelin and Rowan would be in-game was while she was writing this and reworking this different version of the books where Aelin ended up with someone else, at the end of the day, at the end of her writing day every day, she would open up her secret file on her computer where she was writing her own Rowan Aelin fanfic smutty like stories because they had such amazing chemistry and she like wanted to write about the two of them together. So why didn't she just... So she didn't realize that was going to happen until she had the meat in the book and all the stuff. But in the book, she oh. was like ending up with someone else. But in her like off time... Kale? Like, secret... We don't know. Who was she ending up with? We don't know. But it was her like secret pleasure, like guilty pleasure thing to open this like secret file folder and write like fun, smutty, like fanfic of the two of them together. 
Oh, interesting. So, which like made her be like, oh, they do have this amazing chemistry. So then she says, um, so then Alexandra's recapping this. She goes on to say, it was her secret shame basically writing fanfic of her own story, but discovering Rowan's character and playing around with the plot during this time allowed Aelin to have a life on the page. Sarah explained how she wanted Aelin to experience relationships through the means of falling in and out of love, giving Aelin herself the freedom to decide. Which to me really just means that the first draft of these four books, yeah. she's with someone else. And right. in that, is in, what I'm interpreting from this, is in that Rowan was in it, and in my mind, I, again, I'm not saying she specifically said this, this is all the information we have to go off of, but like, uh-huh. if, she, if Rowan was in it, and uh-huh. she didn't end up with him, but he clearly was Rowan, yeah. then in my mind, maybe like, asshole guy still ended up Karan and on and on Ame, but like, mm. was like, that was the journey. But then she saw their amazing chemistry and like had to rework it yeah. to where they fell in love, is what I'm maybe yeah. wondering. Yeah. I don't, again, know if this is true. I'm just like trying yeah. to piece together no, things. No, that makes sense. It's interesting to me to think that maybe at the beginning, again, always too far, but at the beginning, maybe some of those really hurtful lines, if they were still there from the beginning, could not have been in game. Yeah, she didn't think it through. Like, she was like, well, this was important to the initial journey of whatever that we don't not know. Not to him being right. in game. And she like, didn't right, take it out. Right. And it's like one of the things that, like, I mean, it's one of the things that, like, I read the first time I read it and it didn't hit me. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm wondering if he was in game when she wrote the, be- like, the harsh parts and then she, like, yeah, tried to keep them in or didn't. Yeah. Go, it would but. make so much sense if he wasn't. I still just feel like, why would you not go back and rewrite like those parts? Yeah. Right, right, right. Unless right. you're just so. Yeah, unless you're just so close to it, you don't even, like... Or true. maybe at that point, she still didn't know he was going to be in game. She just knew, like, maybe we ended this book, and she was like, I don't know, she's going to maybe end up with... I'm going to let her decide, quote, quote, on page, with how, how I like her to write, like, sure, live sure. her. Because it is it is very up in the air with them at the end of this oh, book. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, they're, and they're not, like, in a relationship. Well, you, you very not, much you know. think that, like, because he lost Lyria, that, like, there is... That he's... That there is no... You know they have banter, but you're not, like, rooting for them to be together in a way. At least I That's wasn't. That's what it is. I, yeah. Right. I That's wasn't rooting for them yes. to be together. I was like, oh, he's already had his mate, and Aelin's going to, like, go back to Kale, or we're going to meet. Because at that point, like, I still thought that she would, you know. Well, she takes her ring off, I guess, at the end of the book. But it's very open-ended. Like, it's it is. Not, it's still right. open-ended. Yeah, it's very yeah. open-ended for, like, in all regards. She like, could end up with Dorian. Like, there was, like, there's so much. I mean, not really, but probably. But, like, she could. I I could yeah. see I could see yeah. it. We got um, I mean, I love them as friends. I love them as friends. Speaking of like this whole mate thing, can we yes. talk about? Yes. Okay, the mind speaking first right of off all. The like they start okay, so mind speaking that... like in the first time they meet each other, and I'm like, okay, which which so clearly she went and wrote that, she put back, that in, back in. So that's what I'm saying. I was while say, we were putting in the mind speaking, which we could have also as a the first other time, stuff down a notch, just taking it. The down. first time I read it, I. I was like, well, that's weird. Why are they like, I don't know. I was like, why are they reading each other's minds? That's new. But then I was like, oh, they're Karanoms. Like, they're they're magic. Yeah, it was totally glazed over. Yeah, they're Karanoms. So I was like, oh, that's because their magic talks to each other. And like, it's like a really rare bond. And so I was like, that's why they're That is a very good, like, she built in good excuse. Yes, it's a very good built in excuse. I I thought that as well. Which I think also, if she hadn't made them in game, that would have still worked. But reading this time, all of the Mm -hmm. times that like, she's like, Missing Terrison and it smells of pine and snow and then Rowan oh, shows God, up. Oh, good God, how many times I'm you talk like, about pine and snow? girlfriend, he literally smells I mean, like your home. Like, he like, smells like Terrison. Wake up. Wake and, even, up. and even him when he's like, 
explaining how like you know females just feel so protective and blah blah, blah. like and I just and he felt this like innate protective urge of yes. like yearning and longing and blah 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 I was like Rowan, have you felt any feeling like this ever since Lyra? Literally in hundreds of years? No? Maybe no. we should pay attention to it. Yes, he literally Sir? has, like, he literally says, like, yet when he'd, um, this is at her burnout. This is when she's about to burn out. Yet when he'd seen it, his heart had clean stopped, and for a moment there had been an overwhelming silence in his mind. Okay, that's one little tidbit. Then it goes to, um, so she goes, so she'd almost burned out completely, gods be damned, leaving her currently defenseless. Primal anger sharpened in his gut, brimming with a territorial possessive need. Not a need for her, but a need to protect a male's mm. duty and honor. Honor. Mm. He had not handled the news as he should have. And all of these little things, like yeah, the primal, primal, like the need, need to protect, like the primal need, his heart stopped. Then, then the final thing, her fire at the very end of the book in the final battle is erupting everywhere. And the erupting. line uh-huh. is that he walks through the final battle and the flames don't touch him. Because oh, what yeah. did he learn? What does he tell her? Like the chapter before, she's asking about mates and he says, yeah, yeah. you can never harm your mate. You would sooner rather die yourself like than you, harm. Your magic like won't do it. Yes, yeah. your body will not because do it. Because she asked about Kale. Yes, she's, oh, she's curious. about that because she scratches him. And she was going to kill him. Yeah, she says, so I was going to kill yeah. Kale. So like we probably aren't mates, right? Because like you can't do that, right? And he's like, is very like yeah. diplomatic and like kind in his answer. He's like, well, you know, like you haven't been in your fae form. So like maybe it hasn't really taken hold. Which valid. And, valid but you too. also. So valid. Like he's very yeah. like I mean clearly the answer is like no, no. obviously y'all aren't made. Yeah. But it was so interesting that she brought that up yes. because or that they talk oh. about that because and she's like in, oh yeah. And then in maybe it's Empire of Storms I think or it's yeah. some some book in the future. But she you know kills a bunch of the Valk with the big fire and whatever. Yeah, I yeah. know what you're talking about, Christina. He walks up, he walks like right through. Working in a lighter, watching it from the side, like in this big field, and he like walks through it. And then he, like... And like, just puts yeah. his... Yeah, he, like, holds her. And, and there's, they, like, like, no fear. The, the, the crowns are... Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Oh, it's um, so... Oh. Dull. So, mm, this it's brings so us to Maeve, who I hate, with a passion. So, Maeve knows that they're mates. Right. Oh, God. Maeve, when I think about what she did to Rowan, and the fact oh, that, like, she terrible. broke him to the point where, like, Aelin looks at him and says multiple times, "How? what happened to you that made you so joy- joyless and so soulless? Like, you have, there is nothing in you. Like, you are just empty. And that's why she does the whole, like, reflection thing. I think it goes back to, like, what I think Estrella was doing. That was, like, what I think she was trying to do, but didn't do it great. Um, Well, she did it it well, but she went too far. Um, But um, So, but Maeve, she hid Lyria's pregnancy scent from him so that he could, like, go on the way on this battle yeah. oh my god and then she dies so he bra- yeah. she breaks him to the point where like he doesn't even recognize his own mate like his true mate in front of him right and yeah. Yeah. this yeah. little oh, taunting so, so thing bad. she does at the end when Ro- when Aelin refuses to tell her where the third word key is and she's whipping um she and Aelin says not Which... for all the world would I tell you where the third world key word key is and she then she starts whipping Rowan and she says oh, not for uh-huh. all the world Aelin but what about for Prince Rowan oh and because she knows because she, she knows, knows that she won't be able to handle it yeah and it's oh. like oh it's so evil 
It's so evil. She's so evil. Like, she made up that Lyria was his mate in the first place because they're obviously not mates. Because she's Valg and she has they were incredible mates. power. Oh, also, she is Valg. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> then she convinces Rowan, because Rowan's like, oh, I, I was too caught up in my, like, arrogance to smell that she was yeah. pregnant. No, Rowan, you weren't. Like, she hid it from you. Because there's no way he wouldn't have smelled it. So then he goes off and, like, oh, she's just the fucking worst. Truly. I hate her so much. Really, like she's so evil. I like. Can someone remind me what like the, the deal is with the ring? It's really so bad. Ring, she gives it to her, right? It's it's bad because it's actually I don't. It's a little unclear. And when we reread the books, I, I'm going to pay much closer attention. I always pay attention to this, and I still get confused. To be quite honest, um, I don't actually think that she and Athra were in love. I think she pretended they were but like, to everybody the else. So the, the, what the ring does. It um, protects the mind from being controlled by the Valg. Right. So you could theoretically right. have a collar or a ring or whatever put on you, but with that yes. ring on, you're like. So she she to ends the up using the ring and she puts it on Dorian's finger, and that's what helps him overcome the collar. Right. How does she get the ring back? I think Lorcan takes the ring back. So Lorcan from Lorcan Maeve. steals the ring. the ring. Lorcan steals the ring from Maeve, and he uses it as like a bargaining chip. To try and get the word key from oh, Rowan. And he's like, look, you right. want to protect your princess. You want to protect Aelin. This, this is what this ring yeah, does. Yeah, and yeah, it'll yeah, protect yeah, yeah. her. So, oh my he, God. And so then they like. Lorcan. Yeah, Lorcan. I love Lorcan. Um, oh, I also love that there's like this other cadre member, Vaughn, who like we never see again in any of the Oh books. my God. I saw, I saw. A, <laughs> what? I saw a beaver a gif at some point that was like. <laughs> at some point, like, I don't know. SJM be like. Yeah, but, God, what was his name? I forgot about him, honestly. No one reminded me in my editorial like, editing, like, who the fuck that guy was. I just never brought him back up again. Vaughn's like, off in the mountains. <laughs> like, in this book, yeah. it's like, oh, Vaughn's probably off in the mountains. I was like, well, he must just go back to the mountains a lot. Literally, no one speaks of him again. No one. Oh, and okay. meeting and Bless seeing, you, like, Fenris, like, as the wolf. Um, and, like, knowing yeah. what happens later. But I can't. Yeah. But the blinking. This is, like, really where Dark and Twisty Dorian starts. And I forgot oh. it starts so early. And also really dark and twisty Kale, because he's dark and twisty over dark and twisty Rowan. And the, I mean, sorry, he's <laughs> dark and twisty Kale is dark and twisty over dark and twisty Dorian. Yes. Because he's like, right. And I, he feels responsible for, you know, oh, for what happens he, to he Dorian. He takes on a lot of responsibility. Right. Um, okay, Kim, do you want to take us out? I sure will. Send us out. Um, okay, Sorry. so obviously our next episode will be um, Queen of Shadows, which is quite a journey. Um, Can't wait. So until then, follow us on Instagram at Flights of Fantasy Podcast and be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, cheers and happy reading. Cheers. Thanks for listening. <laughs> cheers. Yay. Yay. To whatever ends. Fireheart. To whatever ends. Oh.